Breaking news. Oh, God damn it. What did you? Okay, here we go. Ready? Three, <laughs> two. Breaking news. Matthew Perry, friend, drug addict, comedian, dead at 54, found in his hot tub. No drugs found near body because he did them all. He did them all. Matt, see, I was going to go, Matthew Perry perished. Matthew perished. <laughs> like, and I don't want people to think. Drug I'm, doozer does the die. <laughs> I don't want people to think we're making fun of his addiction because he had a lot of struggles with addiction. I, I'm making fun of the person, Matthew Perry. He sucked. I, I, I assumed he sucked. He was the worst friend. What? I mean, yeah, objectively the worst friend. Uh, you like it? You hate him more than Ross? I, Ross had, I mean, Ross had uh, something about him. A monkey. <laughs> he yeah, had a he, mon- had, he, he honestly, I, I confused uh, uh, Chandler and Joey as as a non-Friends watcher, too, by the way. Like, I didn't watch a lot of Friends. Yeah, Dean, did you watch a lot of Friends? I, uh, yes, I did. Um, not intentionally. It was kind of one of those ambient things that's always on. Um, yeah, yeah it's, I'm from that generation. Uh I would say that Matthew Perry probably ranks as the worst friend to go to a um, uh, the uh, anything like Studios uh, Sunset Strip. The Aaron Spelling or not Aaron Spelling? Who is that? I know um, who you're talking about. The other cocaine doer, the the West <laughs> Wing guy. Yeah, West, West Wing guy. Yeah, he's the he's the best one to go through that, <laughs> or the worst one, I guess. I like so. Friends was pretty much like modern day The Office, right? Or sorry, other way around. Office of the modern day friends, which is like people just got like way too into friends to the point where it became their personality. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get it because like Dean, I was an ambient Friends watcher. It would be on in the background. Like yeah. they would play that before the Simpsons came on. Right. Uh-huh. And I didn't. What are you gonna do? Gonna watch the news? No, I'm gonna watch <laughs> Friends. I don't. I'm a fucking 11, 12 year old. I don't give a shit. No, the thing I liked was like. The friends memes. It was like one of the earliest memes I remember was the Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did sing that. We sang that song a lot. Now, like, I went on a horrible date with this girl during COVID, yeah. where she invited me over to her apartment, and like things were getting kind of heading towards a certain outcome, you know, or an income. I don't know what was going to happen. It's like a low income. No, like come in. Like oh, ejaculate! <laughs> That's like, clever. Like I was going to. <laughs> That's a good one. He's clever. It's a basting. Yeah, I'm turkey basting. I'm kind of like a friend. <laughs> You're like one of the friends. Yeah. Hey, they have an opening. Hit me up. <laughs> uh, New friend here. <laughs> <laughs> no, like with benefits. Like I, I excused myself to use the bathroom to make sure everything downstairs was going to be like not smelling bad because we went on like a hike and stuff. Sure. We went back oh yeah. To, we went back to her place. Got to clean up. And I went to the bathroom, and it was covered in friend stuff. Like, it had a central perk thing above the mm. toilet. Wow. There were, like, lyric quotes on the wall. Is that, like, Deal Breaker? Yeah, I left. Damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> ladies, don't have any passions. Tattle dump you. <laughs> That's not true. Have better passions. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. Be more into Fantasy Star 4 like Tyler. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just because I have the soundtrack on vinyl does not make me weird. Welcome to the Bruce Campbell Podcast. My <laughs> name is Nate Boyd. I'm not Bruce Campbell. I'm Tyler McCarty. I'm not Bruce Campbell. And this is the Bruce Campbell Podcast. I already said that part. 
playing on the soundboard because then I guess like say say fun things. You can. Nobody can hear anything. Nope. Fine, fine. And joining us on the Bruce Campbell podcast today is a very important guest. I intentionally did not ask him how he wanted me to introduce him because I knew we were going to have this conversation. I'm excited for this one because I met Dean, our guest, on Twitter.com. We started as enemies. Would you say that's fair, Dean? I would say heated rivals with a passion. <laughs> so I was doing a thing that I often do on Twitter where I will comment on something in a way that I hate it with only passing familiarity with it. Dean saw that somehow. I imagine just because the Twitter algorithm just throws tweets in front of people's faces. He came at me. I came back at him. Uh, we like were calling each other names. Well, not really calling each other names, but like making snarky comments at each other. And Dean, I don't know if I told you this, but on that day, I was on a, like a long date with my partner. <laughs> and I was sitting there arguing with you on Twitter, like pissed off all day, like not rub it. Like I was, it rubbed me the wrong way. And finally, my partner was like, can you put your phone down? I'm like, no, I have to take care of something. And that's when I proposed the idea of like, okay, I will watch your stupid Star Wars television show if you <laughs> listen to my dumbass podcast. And I'll admit it, I'll go on record right now. I was wrong. Andor is fucking terrific. It fucking rocks. And I was in the wrong. And you can either use this guest appearance on the podcast to get the ultimate win on me by calling me a fucking loser and disconnecting or we can continue as friends i'm prepared for either <laughs> thing to happen <laughs> i mean i think all trolls uh such as you know and reply guys such as myself have that dream of ruining somebody's day and their date um but no it, it's it, i mean it, it was a thing where, like, you know, like, I think when most of us get into debates and stuff online, the first thing we do is look at the person's profile because we're like, okay, is this, like, some kind of, like, MAGA dipshit that's just, like, you know, woke culture, whatever, you know, like, always take, take a look at him. And, uh, and I looked at your stuff, and I was like, well, Tyler seems fine. Like, I, I mean, he just doesn't <laughs> like fucking Andor for some reason. And, uh, but I think he might like it, the. I think that you know it was like the argument that I made of it. I was like, I think the politics actually probably are something you'd appreciate. And I looked at the other stuff you're into, specifically Bruce Campbell, and I'm like, clearly <laughs> he has taste. So, so he just to give it a so chance. Andor's so Andor's a Star War. Yeah, it's a Star it's War. It's a Star War. Yeah, but it's it's the only Star War that I would ever recommend to somebody who either doesn't like Star Wars or. It, it has only a passing How many Muppets are in with it? The, with the a IP. few. Are there a few Muppets, really? Uh, yeah, I'd say like, yeah, there's like two, maybe. I don't know. If there's there's, there's a few little all. guys. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, guys. that's how you tell the quality of a Star Wars, how many Muppets are involved. <laughs> right? You know, you got, the, you got that first one. They're decent. Second yeah. one, amazing. So many Muppets. Yeah. This chock full of Muppets. All right, third one, there's there's not many Muppets because it's all, it's all Ewoks. Right, and they don't count as Muppets because they're people. <laughs> There's people inside of those costumes. <laughs> I, I mean, of Tony Gilroy work, it has uh, slightly less. I'm sorry, slightly more uh, Muppets than uh, 
Yeah. Michael Clayton. <laughs> Damn, you you want actually as as a new Michael Clayton head. <laughs> yeah, I got Nate on the Michael Clayton train. I don't have the hat yet. I don't have the hat that says Michael Clayton. <laughs> That's just for real real Tony Gilroy fans. Yeah, I'm too late. <laughs> no, I I made Nate watch Michael Clayton. He's like, yeah, that was really good. I was like, That's the guy who made Andor. Watch Andor. And he's like, No. <laughs> well, I, there's so many things to watch. You know, I had to watch Man with a Scream Brain instead of Andor. That's true. That's my that's my, that's our bad. That's yeah. the ultimate curse, right? Yeah. So so Dean, let me ask you, what's your history with Bruce Campbell? You like this guy? I absolutely fucking love Bruce Campbell. Um, I I was introduced to him from Evil Dead 1 from my brothers. My brothers were huge horror fans. Um, my first movie that I remember as a child, I was five, was Alien. Yeah, yeah there you go. Me to Alien, uh, because we, back in those days, we, it was it was the laser disc, like the big... <laughs> you had an alien laser... I want an alien phone. laser disc. <laughs> We, we rented it. We rented it. We, and uh, we rented the player even. And then uh, and my, my brothers are like, hey, uh, we know you want to be an astronaut, five-year-old uh, Dean. Um, how about uh, this has space? Why don't you watch it with us? <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, like, uh, but not long after that, saw Evil Dead because they were on, you know, every, I would say every week they brought home a new horror movie. And, uh, and yeah, Evil Dead, I was, I was blown away by it. And then I saw Evil Dead too, and I'm like, you know, older i was a teenager when i saw evil dead 2 and and that was just like okay this is it and then most of my friends i have actually my my best friend dan like we bonded through army of darkness like that was mm-hmm. the thing that connected us so that's that like my history with and you know my cousin is like a deep deep dive bruce campbell fan like he was the one that turned me on the man with a screaming brain well before like i had even heard of it Back in 2000, what was it? Yeah, 2006, 2005, I 2006. I mean, Tyler, so uh, the first movie, actually, I remember, like, watching with you, mm-hmm. now that I think about it, with, like, you and Andrew and Mickey and them, mm-hmm. was Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I started with Army of Darkness. Yeah. And it's always interesting That's to me. That's where I got started, too, was Army of Darkness. It's, it's, just, it's interesting to me when I hear people say, like, oh, yeah, I started out in Bruce Campbell through Evil Dead 1. <laughs> Because, like, that would kind of stop things a little bit, I think. I, I love it as an adult, but as a child, I would just be like, either this is stupid or this is too much. Right? Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's just a, effectively another horror guy in that. Like, you know, yeah. he's just another final, he's a, he's a final girl. Yeah, um, for sure. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, Evil Dead 2, like, absolutely. Is, is, is That's him bringing his full Bruceness to the screen. And, uh, yeah, and and that's the thing. You guys, uh, uh, you know, last week had to suffer through probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, Crime Wave. <laughs> Crime Wave was god awful, and and even that, like, he shines in that, even as like a bit part. He, he does, you know, like, and and unlike Crime Wave, this movie makes sense, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But before we even talk about the movie, Tyler, we have a history with this movie, right? We do. Like, we, we drove sh- down to, was this the one that we drove down to Ashland No, for? that was Bubba Hotep. Mm. But we did. Which Bubba Hotep is fantastic. Yeah, that's coming soon. 
Didn't they do like a showing in Portland though? Because I remember actually going to see Man with the Screaming Brain in like a auditorium. Where I think he spoke yeah, afterwards. we did. That's yeah. right. His book signing. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. It was a, both like a book signing because that's he was true. Yeah, going on tour with like uh, the book and this at the uh-huh. same time, right? Yeah. And so that's when we saw Man with the Screaming Brain was, and he came out and like did the crowd, and I think that was the time I asked my stupid Bruce Campbell question, mm. which was, "Oh, when is Briscoe coming out on DVD?" He's like. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up, kid. <laughs> Which is the right response. Yeah, he whipped you with a belt like fucking Singham. <laughs> I went down because like it was a dumb question. But um, yeah, he, this this is something that he went went on tour with because he cares about this movie. Yeah, way too much. Way too much. I mean, it, not not in a bad way. I think that this this is a, a nice, fun passion project. Mm-hmm. You described it as something that was just like. In his brain that he needed to get out? An intrusive thought, yes. It's an intrusive thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> a 15-year, 20-year intrusive thought? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, this is his Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> I don't think... You, you know, I, I saw hmm. two movies this weekend. Uh, um, one was a movie where a racist capitalist terrorizes a community, and then I also saw Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> The parallels, uncanny. <laughs> and you know what? Both of them kind of get away with it in a way. <laughs> yeah, boy, I'll say so. <laughs> yeah. If you truly, like, you, the main takeaway from Man with a Screaming Brain is if you want to change a capitalist mind, you got to put a communist brain in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. No, it, Tyler, it, he doesn't change his mind. He's still that guy. Mate, he gets another brain attached to his brain. He changes his mind on a physical level. I don't, yeah, but like, you know, he... We'll talk. We have to talk we'll about get, it when yeah, we, we'll get get there, when we yeah. get to mm-hmm. it. But the movie today is Man with the Screen Brain. Um, I think I recommend Man with the Screen Brain. It's a good yeah, movie. For sure. It's a real hoot. It's 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 a movie. It's a, a lowercase m movie. I like that. <laughs> it's not cinema. No. In a, like, Tyler, it has, it has a, a, a man in like a yellow suit that's supposed to be a robot. It's not like cinema. I don't I don't know. There's different types of cinema for different types of people and this is for you. <laughs> this movie's for them. I mean that that this also describes AI uh, artificial intelligence. So we, we just a guy in a robot suit <laughs> right <around laughs> in a jumpsuit. Jesus. <laughs> Looks like a crash test dummy. Oh god, she's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. She is beautiful. I, you're right actually. Yeah. You know, she she's strong. She has a strong sense of justice and vengeance. <laughs> yeah, my God. My God. So I would say all three of us recommend this movie. Big thumbs up. Yes. Yeah, it's it's you, schlock. It's sci-fi schlock. Sci-fi and the real schlock. bummer is, you pointed this out to me, Nate. I was yeah. watching it on DVD today when you came home, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, this wasn't on the Amazon version. <laughs> so they, they they cut scenes. They have censored, censored language. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got that oh. DVD from 2005, so you know we're cooking. We're cooking with man screaming brain like, here in this I, house. I, I have a really good like censored line for you. Like so, um, instead he instead of saying, "You know what, this is horse shit," mm-hmm. instead he says, "You know what, this is horse van." Uh, you know what, this is horse van. <laughs> and I had to make sure that like, wait, he said van, <laughs> horse van. <laughs> I'll cut it in, audience. You decide what he said. It sounded like horse van. Uh, you know what? This is horse van. <laughs> that's 
That is a great Mr. Falcon. <laughs> it is one of the best. And like it, 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 it cruises on by and you don't really think about it because it's like kind of a chaotic scene. But like, well, it's like, I guess a horse van is in Bulgaria. That could mean something. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's like horse drawn carriages. <laughs> it, 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 well, I mean, this went straight to sci fi, at least the one that I think we saw on Amazon was the one that went straight to sci fi channel. Yeah, and yeah. it was made. By the Sci-Fi Channel. I mean, we can give little lip service to this. We don't have to go to the full history of it. But Bruce Campbell tried to get this financed for like 25 years. He almost got financed a few times. It always fell apart. Him and his buddy David Goodman wanted to make this movie. And after seeing it, I can see why. I mean, did the original script that he pitched have Teen Dancing Robot? I don't <laughs> know if it had that. It definitely did. Well, there's a tie-in comic. There is a tie-in comic, but originally this movie was set in East L.A. And instead of a oh. ex-KGB Russian cab driver, it was like a Latino guy named Eddie. It, that is mind-boggling to me when I learned that because it's like looking at how much they reference and utilize yeah. Bulgaria. Like it was made by like the Bar Bulgarian Tourism Council. Like... I don't understand how, like, what the East LA version looks like. It would have like. been like the substitute, like. <laughs> you know. It would have been like stand and deliver. It would have been that kind of movie. And I think about like what what man with the scream brain would be in the Latin community, and like, yeah, it'd be racist. It'd be real bad. <laughs> yeah, because this movie not not great. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's got it's got some problems. It's got problems. We, we as a society have moved on from certain words. But also, like when I look at the movie that we'll cover later, because we have to, My Name is Bruce. Mm -hmm. Oh God. And some of the th some of the faces that they put on in My Name is Bruce, like that would be this movie, but like with brown face. Yes, absolutely. They would paint up Ted Raimi in brown face. Uh-huh. Right? And like yeah, yeah. we would be having different thoughts about this movie. Except it was it was in Bulgaria, and you know Ted Raimi he only had to put on a funny accent. He didn't have to put on any other makeup. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> in My name is Bruce. Dean, have you seen My name is Bruce? I, I, Ted no, Raimi I does not. full Chinese face. Like he plays in he plays an oh old Chinese. Like you you gotta watch it just for educational purposes. It's, it's wild. It's, I, I will. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, like I, you know, just discussing like. Ted Raimi in this. I mean, I, I was trying to understand what, <laughs> like, I mean, it's similar to like how some of the slapstick stuff is like Bruce just just shining. Like he's like, look, this is what I'm good at. Let me just let me just do this scene, go slapstick crazy. Like Ted Raimi, like comedy bits. I mean, it's like Urkel, yeah. like um, mixed with uh, Malibu's Most Wanted, which came out two years <laughs> before this. So I don't know what. I, th like, I think he's funny. I think he knows comedic. Yeah, that's the thing. He is funny. He's too funny. Like, like it. It shouldn't work. It should be Jar Jar Binks. Anytime he shows up, you should be like, "What? Just fuck this guy." <laughs> but he's funny, and I and it, he shouldn't yeah. be. He he, uh, he understands comedic timing. I he think does. like he's one of those people that like you know. I, I feel like with comedy, either you got it or you don't. There's no uh -huh. learning it. You yeah. can't like sit down and learn the comedy from a book. Like and 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 he's got it. Like Absolutely. you know, he, he grew up with the he grew up with Bruce Campbell. He, you know, he, he had this cadre of idiots, mm -hmm. and they all have that same similar style. And Bruce Campbell does say in the commentary, it's like when I make movies, I have this ethos: when in doubt, cut to Ted Raimi. Yeah, <laughs> and it it works in this movie. He's an absolute buffoon. 
And that it and they they wrote him like that. It's like, of course we're gonna cast Ted Raimi as the idiot. And, and wasn't it that like you know, Ty, you listen to the commentary mm-hmm. and you told me that he like improved like ninety percent. Yeah, of his most lines. of the bits he just improved. Like the letter that Bruce Campbell reads that gets handed to him by Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi's like, hold on, I have an idea. And he brought a typewriter <laughs> and he typed it right there on set right before they filmed. And so Bruce Campbell's reading what Ted Raimi wrote on that letter. For the first time? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Mr. Cole, if you ever wanted more than you have today, if you ever looked at your successful friends and said, hey, my friends are successful. A really famous research scientist has developed a powerful wonder drug that will change history, and he want you to be a part of it. It's, Him mouthing along with it, too, that really sells the bit for me, too. Like, yeah, he Ted Raimi kills it in this movie. But, like, if he was Latino, <laughs> it would be bad. It would be a bad movie. It would be a very bad movie, yeah. I, and I imagine, like, a behind-the-scenes thing with, you know, similar to, like, what was it, like, Batman for Batman Beyond, or I'm sorry, no, Batman Forever, where uh, Tommy Lee Jones uh, like really hated Jim Carrey. I imagine yeah. that relationship between Stacey Keach and, <laughs> and, and uh, Ted Raimi would be like, I don't find you funny. Yeah, I will not suffer your buffoonery. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, now I'm going to go do a bunch of cocaine now. <laughs> so, like, oh, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yeah, <laughs> goodbye, Matthew Perry. <laughs> Honestly, saying goodbye, Matt, like to somebody who died, I think is the best way to do yeah. that. Goodbye. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Uh, so we almost covered all like the the known actors here, right? So we have Stacy Keach as like the um, Doctor Ivan Ivanovich Ivanov. That's right. I think he doesn't. Yeah, he, he, he would have played uh, the Edward James almost role in the uh, yes. standard uh, delivery. Yeah, he would actually. <laughs> he's got that look. Uh, you know, I, I think he's funny in this. Like yeah. I think like Stacey Keach really wanted to do comedy and like you know it kind of it kind of shows a little bit. He his and Ted's chemistry is like fantastic because Stacey Keach is like a a great straight man. Yes, but he knows that he has this imposing like power, this timber to his voice that he can use that to punch the jokes, and that it really works. That, that, oh, I yeah. mean, he, he won a Tony. <laughs> did he win a Tony? <laughs> he, what did he? Yes, he's a Tony Award winning Stacey for, Keach for what? Escape from oh, LA. I, <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> what am I stupid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that, I was like looking through his wiki because I was like, okay, when did he do this? Like, we, and, and I had heard the, the the story of him going doing six months for coke, uh, and, you know, and also he converted to Catholicism and met the Pope, <laughs> like after he got out of jail. Holy like, shit! He's got a whole life. We should have <laughs> we should have had Stacy Keach month. That's so much better than Brian James. <laughs> yeah, Brian James was problematic. I feel like Stacy Keach also has some controversial opinions on things, but. Oh, my God. Probably. You can't spend that much time with Christopher Titus and not come out changed. <laughs> Damn. Um, I still like him. I do, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see who he got his Tony for. Uh, Tony Probably a play, for, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, best actor in a play, performance in Arthur Kopitz's 1969 production of Indians. Uh, which, huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. So um, an- another notable actor here, too, probably the last one, I think, is um, Vladimir Kolev, a.k.a. Fisherman Bob from Alien Apocalypse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember Fisherman Bob, uh, it's wild that they dubbed his voice. 
Talk about a gypsy cab. If you please. I'm not gypsy, I'm Russian. Big time difference, Roy Rogers. Yeah. Because, like, you know, he plays Yeager. In Alien Yeager. Apocalypse. In Alien Apocalypse, right. In this, it, they did not. In this, they did not. He just plays Yeager. And, like, he's a good actor. He's doing a good job. Yeah. I think I, I don't think there's a bad actor in this movie apart from Yuri. <laughs> Who's Yuri? The finger guy. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah. yeah. You can point he's out that you can point out the Evil Dead fans. <laughs> right? You can point out the people that just didn't get paid, but they were there to hang out with Bruce Campbell for a little bit. Well, I mean, Yuri was also in Alien Apocalypse. All these people were used in Alien Apocalypse. Yeah. The waitress in the restaurant was the bitch astronaut from the beginning of Alien Apocalypse. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's I caught I didn't know that till I watched the commentary. I was like, oh God, that is her. Yeah. But she was using a real voice. Does this have um what is it, Victor Boom Boom or uh, Vasco Boom Boom? Uh yeah, who do you think blew up that scooter? <laughs> <laughs> So from Alien Apocalypse, Va- Vasco Boom Boom, uh, he makes big boom booms. Yeah, they not, not poops, not the not the other kind of boom boom, but the explosion boom boom. You still <laughs> call it going boom boom? I don't. I call it taking a shit like an adult. <laughs> um. So the tagline for this movie is, "He's losing their minds." Which, as far <laughs> as taglines go, like I kind of like it. Yeah, it works. It fits. It's what the movie's about. Yeah. And great um, cover, well, the like comic yeah. book art cover, mm-hmm. which which there was a four series comic through Dark Horse, mm-hmm. and it had like Mike Mignola doing uh, like a cover, you know, from Hell from Hellboy, and uh, and what's weird is the uh, Vladimir Kolev's character in that looks like Duke Nukem. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> he's yeah, he, fl- he's got the guile haircut, right? Like where it's yeah. just like this kind of like flared flat top thing. That's incredible. Well, uh, well, partly it's because they wanted to make him like. A total badass, and Vladimir Kolov is is an Olympic bronze medals for boxing for Bulgaria. Is he really? What? Yes. He, God yes. damn, Dean! <laughs> like he looked legitimately tough, right? Because he is. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, he does have that air of like, like looking at him as they're like, God, he's so beautiful. He's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's like, well, he looks like an Eastern European like gay porn actor. <laughs> like, he's kinda, he, he looks like, like he's a straight Eastern promise. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah, that, wait, is that, I actually never seen Eastern Promises. I just You're want to make so a cool a reference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, you could see him fighting a man nude in a bath. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. And probably could. <laughs> I watch movies. <laughs> God, he was a bronze medal. Jesus Christ. No wonder yeah, he's that, so cool. I like him. Yeah, apparently a Canadian Olympic. That you know, like one of the years it was in Canada back in the day, because he's like fifty or fifty-one in this movie, which he, he doesn't look it. He looks he's like he's a good fifty-one. He's fifty-one. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I hope I look that good at fifty-one. You won't, you know, because like, <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that though. <laughs> I will say, hit uh, Igor in this movie probably started my love with tracksuits. The guy rocks the velour tracksuit. Yeah, that is true. You know, like uh, that whole area has has understood something about tracksuits that I think Americans made fun of, and they're missing out. So you think this stereotype of the Eastern European <laughs> in the tracksuit is a good thing? Well, I I think that they understand comfort. You know, <laughs> th- there probably is a good market for tracksuits in Eastern Europe, right? Like you know, I just I just follow the facts is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I mean, but I'm also saying that like, hey, you know what, Americans, we're wrong. We should actually wear tracksuits. I agree. I own like, <laughs> I genuinely own like seven. Yep, and I love them. God, it's tracksuits. Well, I mean, it, 
Well, that's it's partly because of how strong the brand of Adidas is in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that part of it? I think so. Yeah, you can get them real cheap over there. Mm. Yeah, they're expensive as shit over here. Yeah, we should we should fly over to like Ukraine, just buy a bunch of. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Sofia, Bulgaria. We're not going to Ukraine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sure they have taxis. <laughs> oh, we got a layover in Gaza. This will be fun. <laughs> Do they have tracksuits? <laughs> get some cheap pumas there. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get into this thing. I want to talk about man with the screaming brain. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about like how good Tamara Gorski is as Toyota. Totoya, goddamn it! Yeah, you did it again. Totoya, <laughs> you're welcome. I even read it, and it just. Where, where is she from? She, uh, Zena. She's in Zena. She's and a Zena. Person. Zena and Hercules. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Like surprisingly, like I. I you know she's beautiful and i think a good actress um she's canadian and ukrainian so she that accent is she can do that accent accurately but i've seen her apparently she was in several kids of the hall episodes that i looked up i'm like oh okay she can do like just a a non-eastern european accent no problem um she was in an episode of angel (laughs) where she played a um an actress that was like longing for to keep her youth. Huh. She's been in, she's, she's a working actress though. I think she stopped working not long after this. <laughs> it, it's kind of amazing <laughs> because like she's really, I thought she was a local. I thought she was a local hire, mm-hmm. right? Which goes to show how good she is in this role. And it's like, it's like I told you before, Nate, I, I don't know. You, did you listen to the commentary, Dean? No, no I, I watched the Amazon version. Okay. So, so in the commentary, that's... they talk about how great of an actress she is. This woman, Tamara Gorski, spent like weeks training with some Romani to learn some of their languages and or their phrases so she could say them accurately. And they'd be like, she'd come up to Bruce like, this is my line here. But what if I said this? It's a little more accurate. It's a little better. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Fine. So she (laughs) she put in the work for man with the screwing brain. I'll give her that. One day, we will be together. I'm sorry, what did you say? You and I will be married. I don't know if this movie earned it (laughs) in that way. I mean, she, she, I think it's kind of one of those things that there's some actors like, I don't know, like a Brian Cranston that it doesn't matter really what they're in. They put like a thousand percent in. They just were, you know, they're like, look, it's my job. If I shine here, maybe they'll get me more better work that isn't just on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, let's get um, Tamara Gorski her Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, honestly, though, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, she's into the, she, she likes the craft, right? She likes the mm-hmm. craft of acting, and that's like, you got to do your research. Yeah. And she could have been Lydia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where Antoinette Byron is from, but there was some New Zealand twang to some of her line reads in this. Yeah, Jackie Cole. Yeah, she's yeah. she's she's from Australia. Yeah, okay. she's uh, and she's on like one of like some Australian TV soap opera thing for like a thousand years. <laughs> and again, she stopped working not long after this movie. Yeah, controversial take. I didn't like her in this. Yeah, it, she was probably the weak part, but I don't know how much of that was the writing. Oh, absolutely, it's all the she's writing. She's just written like a straight up, but like terrible person. You know, I'm gonna say another controversial take. I don't think the women roles really got the respect that they deserved. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe they were a little underwritten. Nate, hurt people, hurt people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I get it. It's about the man with the screaming brain, but yeah. like, what about the woman with the screaming brain? 
Well, women naturally have brains that are screaming all the time. Have you heard them talk? <laughs> God, I couldn't even get. I, I mean, couldn't get. It's, I'm gonna eject from this conversation. I'm just gonna get out of here. <laughs> I mean, look, what women have to go through, they should be screaming all the time, <laughs> even whether they're in a robot body or yeah. not. <laughs> Scream inside your heart. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, she she became literally objectified. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So man with a scream brain starts somewhere in Bulgaria, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great, great little title card to start a movie with. Yeah, it's like we... And later in this movie, they talk about how it's set in Bravda, and it's like, just say it's in Bravda. You don't have to say somewhere. Well, you don't want it tied to a specific place, because if you live there, you're going to be like, what is this bullshit? (laughs) Yeah, I forget that a lot of people in this small town in Bulgaria will probably watch this sci-fi movie. Are you kidding me? Like, of course they will. It's a movie shot in their hometown. Mm. I, I, I watch bullshit that comes from Eugene, even if it's awful. Most of it is. <laughs> it's true. Um, but we start our scene with uh, Tatoya, who has a list of American men. Mm-hmm. Right, um, the ugliest men you've ever seen. Oh, God. These, like, yeah. The it, Santa Claus smoking the cigar. <laughs> God. And she's like, I'm going to marry one of these men. I, I need to have... Like, specifically, she wants to find an American husband. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's the deal. And we don't get the full story of why she wants an American husband. Well, it's... We'll get to it when Jaeger enters the story, because okay. I think there's stuff there. Okay. But, but uh, yeah, she's good, Dean. I was going to say that, like, I'm actually curious, Tyler, what, like, some of the stuff that was oddly, like, placed or confusing that might have been cut that you might have on the DVD. <laughs> and and some of that is, like, like yeah, some of her motivations or, or general things of like, why she does anything. <laughs> I think she's just the Joker from the Dark Knight. Anytime <laughs> she shows she's up, Harley. something bad happens. <laughs> she's Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> she just loves stabbing. She loves marrying and stabbing. So yeah, the ugliest man with the worst wig and a fake John Waters mustache <laughs> is like, yeah, actually, babe, I'm not going to marry you. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. But I got to tell you, I'm going to go with someone else. You what? I've been doing a lot of thinking, and I found a better deal. Make love to me, laddie. Excuse me? Make love to me before you walk out of my life forever. Well, I guess we're consenting adults. I accept your rejection. But I will sleep with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure thing, baby. She, she's, he says he, he got a better deal and he won't marry her. And she says, well... Can we at least have sex one last time? And he's like, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> and so she <laughs> knifes him, like she stabs him. Which with with, with like a, a stage prop knife. <laughs> it's got the like spring-loaded plastic blade and everything. I'm like, "Come on, man. Yeah. You guys spent 3 million dollars on this movie. <laughs> Get a better knife." On on the other hand though, I'm glad he got stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, it, that was, that was a good murder. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad I'm, he's dead. It, like looking at him, that looks like a role that Ted Raimi 
if he didn't have as much time would have had. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That, oh, yeah. That was, and I should point out that that's, uh, what's his name? Jonas Salk, the American <laughs> who would join the Peace Corps and they just kept putting in movies in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's the role I want. Put me in the beginning of a movie where I get stabbed right away, where I'm like, oh, sure thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the Drew Barrymore in Scream role. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> I, I want that. Give me that. <laughs> I could make that happen for you, Nate. Oh, God. fantastic. <laughs> then we get amazing title card. Man, <laughs> with the screaming brain. <laughs> I, I, I love that shit. It, it's so good, the, the, but it introduces one of the things that I'm like, wait. Hold on. False advertisement. That brain never screams. <laughs> he is calm and <laughs> throughout and just authoritative in his in his the way he talks to Bruce, but it's, he never screams. They have mind wrestles, <laughs> right? Oh, that's they true. They do kind of yeah. do like the um it's the uh Big Trouble Little China like mind battles. <laughs> you know, it, which there was CGI, the decent CGI I'd say for the yeah, time. But you're you're right though. There's no screaming and watching the movie when Bruce has brain attacks. I always I wanted some screaming from the screaming. He did brain. some yelling and grunting. He did the Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we see um Bruce's name is William Cole, mm-hmm. right? And Jackie Cole, his wife. They they walk out of this airport and he's like, Ah, oh, where's the limo? I demand caviar. It's me, rich asshole. <laughs> yeah. Wearing the bright red tie, the double breasted suit, a fucking mustache. <laughs> yeah. Just rules, actually. He knows. Yeah, it's a great look. Bruce knows how to establish character very quick. Which is what, like, movies miss this sometimes. Where, like, you know, it's like, oh, let's slowly reveal this character. Like, no, let me see. Killers of the Flower Moon, as soon as um, Mr. Titanic himself comes walking out. Mr. Titanic? Oh, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, are you, is that a joke about Brendan Fraser's weight? What no, are you no, doing? No, 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 no. When he walks out, you immediately get his character as kind of simple, simple idiot that, that, you know, is kind of a coward. Yeah. Right. He, he immediately yells, I love money. Right. And, <laughs> well, that, that's it. It's for the lovers of goon. He's a goon. Yeah, he, he's yeah he is. He's definitely a goon. Right, and you get that just right away. William Cole, when you look at him, he's like starts waving cash around and start making fun of the locals. And he's like, "You English, me American with money." And he like you're like he's an asshole, mm-hmm. right? With money. And his wife's a bitch. He does establish the bitch <laughs> wife too. Yeah. Well, she hates him. Yeah. Right. And so like they just yeah. hate each other. Mm-hmm. You know. And so, bam, there you go, set up, right? And everything else is building upon that character. It's great, yeah. right? And then... Which, yeah, that, that's something that, you know, those of us who watch a lot of really insipid TV shows that I won't get into, you're, you're exactly right. A lot of that stuff doesn't, they don't do that anymore. Or, they, or they, they assume that you've seen 40 other different properties and TV shows or read a bunch of comics or movies or something before that. When it's like, all you need is just a decent writing of one scene to establish exactly who a person is. And, and the reference I always think of is uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. You know exactly who Indiana Jones is by the end of the first scene. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and e- even better, too, is that, like, we get all of our characters within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Right? So, like, okay, we yeah. got William Cole. We got Jackie Cole. 
right? The, and we got their characters. The horny bitch. The, I love her so right. much. We oh. walk up to Yeager, and Yeager is there, and like, oh, he speaks English. He's a tough guy, mm-hmm. right? And Jackie's into Yeager. Yeah, big time. Right, and that takes a second. This is immediately just happens right then. No, I love that bit where she's like, I love the smell of European cigarettes, and Bruce Campbell immediately goes, can you stop smoking, please? <laughs> she, she, she's immediately eager for Yeager. Right. And like and like this is the first five minutes of this movie, right? We already have four characters oh, yeah. and we're only missing two more, and that's it. That's the set. Yeah. Right? Because we then cut to um well, okay, okay. Like so they they, they get into Yeager's taxi, right? Yeah. Um, and he uses his American money to to say like to drive him to his hotel or yes, whatever. And the movie accidentally backs into good politics. Yeah. Or a good a good <laughs> critique of politics anyway. I think it, it was yeah. so weird to have that one, like I, I don't know. It's it's like one of those things where it's like uh, that X Files spinoff show with a lone gunman yeah. that it, it like predicted nine eleven, <laughs> where he like like hard looks into the rearview mirror at Bruce Campbell and is like, okay, uh, Donald Trump, yeah. and it was like, who wrote yeah. this? Like was this? <laughs> like yeah, no, it's one of. The- See, the thing is, the Simpsons always gets the whole like, oh, they predicted Donald Trump as president. Like, no. No dog, like man with a screen brain. They yeah. knew because Chris Campbell character says capitalism works every time, and he's like, "You haven't." He's like, "We haven't been. We've not been capitalist country for long. We don't know how how you say it, price gouge." And he's like, "Well, capitalism works every time. It's what democracy flows forth from." And he's like, "Okay, Donald Trump." Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. Would you please not talk yeah, on the cell phone while you drive? It's my uncle. I don't give a snot if it's a pope. I'm not paying you to talk on the cell phone. I'm paying you to drive the cab. William, you're being such an ugly American. Oh, what? You like it here so much you want to move to Bulgaria? It's tempting. Just so you know, in many states in the U.S., it is against the law to talk on the cell phone while you drive. Everything's against law in U.S. America's police state. Yeah, that's a good one coming from you commies. William, give it a rest. This idiot is insulting our way of life. He wants to be happy about capitalism. Under communism, I had good paying job with pension, nice house and mate. And now with capitalism, I drive a taxi, I live in a small apartment, I work 25 hours a day to have nothing. Capitalism is the only way to go because from capitalism flows democracy, okay? So your miserable little life will improve eventually. Whatever you say, Donald Trump. It's like, You're right, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, Jesus Christ. But here, here, here's why it's good writing is that it's like one of those pictures where whatever perspective you look at it, it, it kind of follows you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the kind of hollow eye illusions, right? Because like if you are a big fan of capitalism, you'll see this as a good argument for capitalism. Yeah. If you're, say, not a fan of capitalism, <laughs> you'll see this as a good argument against capitalism. It, it's Bruce's magical centrism at work. <laughs> he, he's really good at it. <laughs> he is. He's good at it. I, I don't agree with it. He, gets, he, he has the brain of a capitalist in the same head, skull as the brain of a communist. That's his perfect <laughs> centrism. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's the one state solution or the one brain solution. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop with those. Well, huh? what one brain does take over the other brain? That's does it? Yeah. Br- Br- Bruce well, has no, control. Right, but but the other guy can still chime in. That that's he, the best the, we can hope for. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. He, he, he's he's put on like an advisory council in versus brain. Yeah. 
And it uh, it's wild because in Bruce's book, talking about this, he does write a lot of anti-communist stuff about this area. He's like, oh, these the communists like destroyed the area. And then he'll be like, it's so weird. Everybody here had such a strong work ethic and everything worked and everything still worked from decades before. And it's like, Bruce, you're so fucking close to figuring it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like these people work so hard, they lived, they're very happy, and they had only recently become destitute. And it's like, you're so close, Bruce. You're right there. They were almost done with the subway station, but they just gave up. They let it just <laughs> languish, and we don't know why. Languish, because we don't know why. It's like, again, Bruce, yeah. what happened recently when they stopped working on the subway? Yeah. <laughs> why did they stop working on that? Yeah, I mean, Jaeger comes out and says, like, I had a good job and didn't have to work 25 hours a day driving a taxi before <laughs> capitalism showed up. It was like... That feels yeah, like a like direct he, quote from somebody he was just talking to in Bulgaria, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and the Bruce line of, oh, your life will get better eventually, I promise. <laughs> Damn. That was, like, I, he, there's no way he meant it to hit that hard, but it certainly did. It, I think it feels real. That's why it hit so hard. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it was just a real conversation he had. And, like, the things he said as William Cole were probably the things he said as Bruce Campbell, mm -hmm. right? But, like... You know, like us in the future, we kind of learn some things. I became politically aware. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. So you guys have covered Bruce Campbell for so long now. Like, what is your, your like, read on what his politics are? I have, I have an idea, but I'm curious to what yours is. A closeted libertarian presents himself as a centrist. Yeah. He's a, he's a center, center lib capitalist at heart. Like, if you listen to a lot of his commentaries and there's a special feature on this DVD where he's like excitedly talking about how he tried to get this movie financed over the years. And a lot of his stuff is talking like the evil dead commentaries are talking about getting stuff financed. It's like, he's a business bro at heart. Yeah. Who is sometimes okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's, that's basically what I, kind of guessed as well but in the kind of in the vein of like you know i, I guess lack of a better term like a boomer i don't know what generation he's in i guess boomer yeah. um vibe of like look things are bad and, and yeah we shouldn't be bad to you know marginalized groups um but yeah um, don't touch my cigarettes or my coffee i want coffee black you know very uh dennis, <laughs> dennis leary yeah. uh, tier of of liberalism where it's just like i just do what i want you know just yeah don't bother me don't you know correct my speech yeah it worked for me it could work for you too if you did it right yeah he, he has that calvinist work ethic you know like where he just like you know, if these guys just worked... Well, that's why he was so confused in Bulgaria. It's like he saw them working hard, and yet they were poor, and he didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must have been that, that communism. It was the communism yeah. that did it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, it's, and it's it's almost telling that what his choice of entrepreneur is whenever he comes in. He's a he's a uh, drug specialist, or, or uh, I'm sorry, like a drug company CEO. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, if you can get any more horrific of a, <laughs> I mean, maybe oil tycoon might yeah. be the only other completely monstrous CEO yeah, title. He's jumping in as a sackler. <laughs> <laughs> I need to diversify my business. Man, you know who else loved opioids? <laughs> Matthew Perry. Season three of Friends, he was taking 55 Vicodin a day. That's a lot. That's a lot. That seems too that much. That is a Joey amount of like pasta tier of, of having... Everyone uh, around him was saying, whoa, 
<laughs> Wait. Can I be? Can I take any more Vicodin? When you heard Joey, did you think Joey Lawrence and you did the Blossom Woe? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, no, other Joey said, whoa. No, that's Joey Lawrence from Blossom. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> Let's the move on. Block, Joey is the, is the uh, how you doing. Yeah. Right. How's he doing? Not good. He's dead. <laughs> not, not great. He got turned into Chandler soup in his hot tub. I mean, he went down like Whitney Houston. That's 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 tough. <laughs> uh... You know who else needs to slow down? Is Pavel, right? Because Pavel, pa- yeah. Pavel is is making his P money mobot, <laughs> which is this like, okay, Dean. I want you to describe P money mobot. Uh, well, it's like a crash test. Well, you, I don't. Well, I'm trying to age myself here. Uh, there was a crash test dummy show, where, <laughs> yeah. a series of ads, and they would move around in these suits that were, you know, completely unemotive. Um, and yeah, it it does. It's like Urkel made it, and it's doing like pop and locks and uh, Jamie Kennedy style, like like you know, gang sign kind of stuff. Uh, it's it's a nightmare on legs. Um, it's a living you know, it's establishment of a deep darkness within all of society and the <laughs> it's world. It's like if really stupid aliens wanted to invade Earth. Like, this is the costume that they would use. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I saw the crash test dummies, or someone dressed as the crash test dummies in the mall as a kid, and it terrified me. Yeah. My parents oh, yeah. were like, do you want to go see them? And I said, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like, when I think they had sex dolls in, like, the 1920s that were more realistic. <laughs> so, so, Pavel built this horrific machine and he's like making it dance and then like doing like record scratch raps behind him trying to get him to to go um and it's pavel and um his sponsor his he's the assistant to dr uh ivan ivanov ivanov yeah he's the the hunchback from frankenstein yeah Yeah, he's he's, i can't the bug-eyed guy from that uh, you know the comedy movie. Yeah, you know, young young Frankenstein. That's the one. It's like I know Frankenstein's yeah, in that, there. That's Igor. Yeah, it's yeah. Igor. Yeah, he's no, I get. Igor. He's the Igor. Uh, his his bit is that he loves America. Yeah, he, well, he's a global citizen. <laughs> he's a global citizen, specifically Detroit. I think. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why that's the case. <laughs> and he like puts Red Bull in his cereal, and that's like the most American thing you can think of. Yeah, people just do like right wingers just do that now. Red Bull and cereal. Well, just like. Energy drinks and everything. They're so... Really? Everywhere. Yeah, you don't work around people, <laughs> Nate. Well, I mean, like, you know, like, I get, like, y- uh, truckers buying, like, trucker, like, yellow jackets from a gas station or I something. I got a coworker who buys Blue Lives Matter caffeine gum that he chews on all <laughs> night. Jesus. It's... It's bleak out there, man. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, are you chewing tobacco? It's like, is that a dip? He's like, oh, no. It's just like my Blue Lives Matter energy gum. And I just looked at him. We are in the. We need to grift <laughs> more. We need to start grifting yeah. more. Speaking of grifts, let's try some magic minds. No, nah, nah, they haven't paid us this week. So yeah, that's fair. They're not getting that. They ain't getting that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love energy drinks because um, it is the only thing that keeps me somewhat sane at any one time. So I have right now I'm sitting at my computer with an IV drip <laughs> of a rock star that's going in and just kind of like energizing me. I'm dancing all over the rock place. Rockstar was my energy drink of choice. I honestly do like a, a Red Bull. 
Really? Like, if it wasn't so expensive, I would be drinking Red Bull pretty regularly. I like the medicinal taste to it because it feels like I'm getting actual energy from it. <laughs> you know? And I'm a type 1 diabetic, so it's everything I have is sugar-free. And uh, and the sugar-free Rockstar tastes like a Cuban drink called Materva. It's a, it's a soda that I, I've only been able to get in, in Miami. Um, and it's made from guava, and it's fantastic. And anyways, this is closest I can get. But yeah, there's a definite like, medis- medicinal undertaste that is just horrific and probably killing me but i can't <laughs> stop it's like slurm i can't stop it gives you power yeah so you you're kind of the matthew perry of this podcast <laughs> i have you're got right, to yeah, st- i'm laying in a bathtub right I now i've got to stop <laughs> with the jokes that's a, you it's know very sad you know is the the um chandler yeah yeah yes. the chandler, chandler bing chandler you know the he's, uh-huh. wait the, oh shit ross Ross. You know the the Rosses in this get up is um the the doctor Stacy Keach because Ross was also yes. a doctor right like that was his deal he was a paleontologist kind of like a doctor he, he I wouldn't doctor. take orders from him I'm a nurse Stacy Stacy Keach is a doctor and he has figured out how to put two DNAs together so they don't fight yeah which is a big deal like uh, I mean re- like yeah rejection I think that that's yeah, rejection is huge like serial yeah we like, still yeah. haven't cracked that one other than take you know, $2,000 worth of drugs a month, which Dean, as a diabetic, you probably know a lot about spending a lot on medicine yes. that, that they just yeah. can't give you because you were born without your body being able to do a thing that bodies are supposed to do, and now you just get to be a hostage to people like William Cole. Huh. Deep. I'm firing on all cylinders today. I took my I took my 55 <laughs> Vicodin. <laughs> Well, you know, that's a problem with the past because Stacy Keach, he has solved the problem of DNA exploding. He solved it. And he's, he wants to sell it to William Cole. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, we then cut to Yeager. He's driving his crazy taxi all over the place. Right. And this is where we get more like capitalism talk between them. Right. Yeah. Um, and they hit some traffic. There's a there's a traffic jam in the traffic circle. And William Cole's like, I don't want to be waiting around here in this in this dirty town any second longer. I want you to find me a shortcut. He's like the only shortcut is through and movie quote. It's not me saying this. Mm-hmm. Gypsy town. You got to you got to go through gypsy town mm-hmm. in order to, uh, you know, get get to the hotel. On but time. don't get out of the car. Don't get out of that car. These these uh, these people are, uh, you know, uh, bad. But to be fair, though, they do immediately start trying to get them, <laughs> right? They drive into Gypsy Town, and uh, two cars block them off, right? Yep. And, and a fight breaks out, right? Um, they, and uh, a Yeager, he, he, he knows these people. Mm-hmm. He starts doing spin kicks and breaks, their, breaks one guy's finger. Yuri, yeah. He's like, like, oh, Yuri, you little shit. <laughs> yeah, I knew you when you were a kid, and I'm going to break your finger, you monster. And we should mention Bruce Campbell's wife, Jackie Cole, joins the battle, opens the door, saves Igor, kicks a guy in the head. Because Bruce is too too much of a fancy pants to, to go he's, get in the fight. He's scared, yes. Yeah, he, he is scared. And that's, Yeah, she's like, uh, you should be a man. It's time for a woman to do a man's job or something along that yeah, line. Don't, don't ask a man to do a woman's job. She loves gender. Yes. And you want to say that she's a badly written female character when she's self-determined, <laughs> a fighter. Yeah. She, she's a yes queen. 
She takes what she wants <laughs> I when she wants it. You know, I'm not going to call her a girl boss, Tyler. <laughs> I don't think that she earned that. I think she just opens up the door into two men and then says, I'm sorry, and closes it. She kicks a guy in the head. That's true. She does do that. And when her husband gets murdered, she immediately seeks vengeance. <laughs> that Yeah. We'll talk. We have, to, we have to sit on that. We'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, there's a plot thing there, yeah. Um, but, uh, anywho, so that, that problem gets solved by Yeager. Um, we also, this is where we see Tatoya. Uh-huh. They, they, we meet her in the street. She's wearing her, her maid uniform. Yep. And, uh, yeah, to- Tatoya and Yeager, they meet eyes for a moment. And what could that mean? It, well, I mean, Tatoya says, get out of here. Liars aren't welcome in gypsy town, <laughs> <laughs> which is a wild line. <laughs> The, the, the um, there's one thing too that that Cole actually makes eye contact with her too, because that's something I forgot when I caught on a rewatch because it comes up later. Then I'm like, how the fuck does he know who she is? And it's this point, it's this moment. He <laughs> sees her. They all. And he's see like, each I never other. forget a pretty face. Yeah, he goes a wooga at her. <laughs> <laughs> His tongue rolls out the window. Um, they get the hotel and like William's like, you know, Eager, you're a reliable guy. I have two things for you. One, drive <laughs> drive my wife around town, please. Two, uh, do not sleep with her. And, and, and three, it's actually three things. Uh, get get me some jewelry because I my wife hates me. And what if she had a diamond ring? <laughs> what if would that solve it? I think that might solve it. Yeah, I mean, he's just paying him to be a third. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's it's pretty it's pretty openly like you're our yeah. bull. <laughs> you guys are bull. Please reel my wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take my wife, please. Take her in a most manly fashion. Um, Which, I mean, I, I don't know if this is something that has ever come up on the show, some kind of thing that is showing how Bruce Campbell is shown having sex on screen and then somehow in a car as well as in another, in, you know, this <laughs> with uh, Yeager going to town on his wife like it, it, i mean it'd be it's an interesting juxtaposition if those two things were to ever be seen in in the same manner yeah okay, i'm gonna keep that in mind hmm. Hmm. so uh we, we go back to pavel and pavel weren't learns about william cole he's like ah oh, perfectly uh perfect the the funding for my uh my stuff my my science mm-hmm. um so they, they write the letter yep right um, yeah and like they explain the science of how they tie the brains together like Lincoln logs, right? Yeah. Like we don't we don't care. It's not important. It doesn't even work all it, that well at the beginning. And it doesn't even come up ever again in the movie or nothing. No. Mm. No. It's like Lincoln logs. Um anyway, so so they write the letter. Mm-hmm. And, but 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 Pavel's like, you know that letter's stupid? I have a better letter I'm yep. going to write. I'm gonna fix this for my good friend the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so he throws away the old letter. Makes a new letter. Um, we then cut to uh, William, and uh, he's in like this big abandoned subway system, mm-hmm. and he's talking to what I think is the actual mayor of the city. <laughs> At least it looks like him. Like he looks, the guy looks like a mayor. Yes, right. And and they're talking about like, oh, the subway system. I can't believe communism failed you in this way. Don't worry, my medicine money will build you a new subway system. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's like, and also a big tax cut, huh? Uh-huh. We're all corrupt. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, Again, accidentally backs into <laughs> a good critique of the system. That's right. Um, meanwhile, we cut with Yeager and Jackie driving around, and they they start flirting. 
they start. He she steals his cigarette mm-hmm. flirtatiously, which I'm like, I, I would be upset. It's like if somebody, well, yeah, you're a like well-known cheapskate <laughs> and smoker, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's kind of like one of those things, like, oh yeah, she she wants to sleep with Eager, and, yeah, and they do it. She's it, choosing to, like, she throws out the lines, like, "Do you ever wish you could get a new body and start <laughs> all over again?" <laughs> that does not come up again. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I, I, if I was if I was Eager, I'd be like, "You need to work on yourself, lady. <laughs> you should love your body." <laughs> Well, no, that's what he's for. He's going to love her body. <laughs> Sexual healing is and what it's you're like, saying. I can't believe you would call Jackie a uh, a badly w- badly written female character. She's just a bad person. Women are allowed to be bad people. Uh, it, you, you know what? You're right. Women like, are allowed- I don't see a, I don't see anything bad in Jackie that uh, wouldn't be a compliment in a man doing. I, I suppose. Like, what if I was, like, a skinny nerd and I wanted to turn into a Captain America? I don't know that one. No, I don't, don't I don't understand you, that you reference. Know, you don't get that one? I don't get that. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's something that, that is a good point of, like, every character in this is a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe except the doctor, like, the Stacey Keach character. But, like, even Bruce, like, his character... Yeah, is an asshole, but normally with like Ash Williams and other, like, there's a touch of like good or humanity or something like, like kind of threaded through. And this is guys just, as far as we see, just an asshole. And Bruce sells it, but if you were to give this to like literally any other actor, I'd say it would just come across as like a. You know, you might as well have the uh, the bad guy from UHF kind of just like maniacally like walking through these <laughs> these scenes. <laughs> We were talking about UHF before this movie started. It's really funny you brought that up. It's fine. We're not going to get into that. No, I'll, I'll cut in the clip that we were talking about of the two uh, guys going. Yeah, D- Dean, what was up with those two guys from the UHF going, uh, 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 uh? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they, I am. Those are actual um, comedians. That That's their bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the, it, it's the Something Brothers. I don't know what it is. Off the they top were of my disgusting. Head. I don't. For some reason, those two guys have stayed in mine and Nate's head forever, and Nate just started going, uh, 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 You know, I can't believe you're disgusted by that, and you're, you're not disgusted by Kramer's racism. <laughs> Nate, I don't have to agree with speech for it to be free. <laughs> wow. A real no, William no, Cole over here. Not, no, no, no. I've uh, Comedy so, store. Let's go. So, 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 so they're, they're called the Kipper Kids. They are, they are um, performance com- comedic performance artists uh, out of uh, England. Brilliant. Looks like Gross. I miss that style of humor. Bring it back. Yeah, men should have big old chins, <laughs> make weird faces with their brothers. Right. <laughs> Although, like you know, like there's also real comedy in this movie because Pavel hands over the letter he wrote. Mm-hmm. And so this is where we get that like improv surprise letter lines. Yeah. Really good. I love yeah, it. It's funny. 
Um, and Bruce Campbell, like me, is like, no, get the hell out of my face. Goodbye. Like, bye bye. And as Dean said, he is <laughs> an asshole in this movie, and he plays a great asshole. Because he and, just immediately goes upstairs to his room, and then there's like, sexy maid. Hello. Yeah. Uh, would you like to have sex? And then she's like, a uh, uh, kiss, kiss, kiss. I would like to marry you. And, you know, he's like, whoa, baby. This is. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah after not like she this. picks his pocket, takes all his money, takes the jewelry, <laughs> his passport. Uh, Which, that, that's something weird, too, is that whenever, I might have stepped on, whenever Jackie shows up, they they aren't touching each other. They're, they're like, standing near each other, and Bruce is telling her that stuff of, like, listen, baby, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not here to, to get married. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie walks in and is like, Oh, I see what's going on here. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Which makes me wonder if there was something in a cut scene where they were actually doing something a bit more I, I, that she walked in I on. just wouldn't trust William Cole to be alone in a room with a maid, honestly. And, like, you know, Jackie probably knows that. Yeah, he does have some Schwarzeneggerarian yeah, treats to him. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's just, they're just normally standing in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> See the maid. I mean, that, yeah, that does make sense. It, it, it does seem like there's history there of them, you know, yeah. both philandering around. Infidelities. Um, So at this point, Jackie says. Uh, uh, She's leaving him. He's yeah. like, no, I bought you a ring. Oh, that nasty bitch took it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea that like I can solve this with a diamond ring. <laughs> Baby, I'll give you diamond ring. <laughs> Please stay with me. And she doesn't believe him. She's like, oh yeah, you bought a uh, ring. It's like, yeah. Because, <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of guy. It would have fixed everything if he had the ring in that moment. If he just had it. She took it. It was a it was a ring that I bought for you. Some cash, my wallet, that gypsy maid stole it all. Nice try, William. Oh look, we should stop kidding ourselves. This hasn't worked for quite a while. Wait, wait, where are you going? She, like, walks into that room like, I can't believe you would do this to me. I'm leaving you. While actively having Eastern European cum dripping out of her. I love, <laughs> I love Jackie. She is such a monster. She fucking rocks. So you're saying, like, if she got a ring, she would be, like, okay for it a little while? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Okay. Um... Well, he doesn't have it, so she walks off. She yes. she leaves. Um, then he he runs. Oh, sorry. Whoops. She uh, even says like, "I'm leaving you. I'm gonna leave for a while. When I come back, you better be in a different room." William doesn't care about Jackie leaving. Instead, the only thing he cares about is getting his money back to Toya. <laughs> right? Like, sure, yes. his marriage is gone, but like, he just wants his money back. Mm -hmm. Right? He wants that ring, uh, to Toya. Uh, obviously, you know, seduces him very easily and then brains him with a pipe. Yes. <laughs> he, all she needs to do is say, wink, wink, and then lift up her skirt and then just bonk. Yep. Dead. It would work on all of us. Who are we kidding? Tamara Gorski, smoke I mean, show. I, yeah, I would just... Yeah, to Toyota's got it. Like, she, she wanted me I wouldn't there. have to walk over. Just, like, my heartbeats would just, like, you know, propel me forward <laughs> into her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're floating towards her pussy like Mickey Mouse towards a pie cooling. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, yeah, <laughs> like a cartoon yeah. dog. <laughs> right, uh, Yeager sees this. Yeah. He's he's around actually. He Again. watches Bruce Campbell get brained, like, and it's big, graphic too. Like the big chunk of brain that. Yeah, you've seen a brain or two. I've stepped on some brains. Yeah, yeah. adult the, brains, children brains. I've seen them. Seen them all. Let's bring that up. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm just saying. And and then at work, what did oh. you do? Oh, I <laughs> fucked the brain hole. Was that point blank where he's like says that? Dan Crash? Ar- no, point. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's like, I'm gonna shoot you in the head and fuck the brain hole. I don't Gross remember point that. Point blank. Good movie. Huh. Um, one compliment I'll give to this movie is that also all the characters don't spend time trying to find where everyone is. If a character needs to be in a scene, they're there. Yeah, they just walk into the scene. <laughs> they just walk in. Like you're needed to see this. <laughs> yeah, the, the closest the closest is Ted Raimi looking for yeah. a sex spot. Well, that's, he needs to have wacky closest. adventures. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, but exactly. Giger, he he he's there when he needs to be. He sees the crime, mm-hmm. and they have that confrontation where we yep. find out like, oh, they were married. Like there was a they were an item, mm-hmm. right? That ring that that Bruce got. From Yeager was actually like their wedding ring or something. Yeah. Engagement ring. Yeah. Engagement and ring. so, yeah. um, you know, again, Tatoya pulls out her main move, which is, <laughs> you know, kind of sauce things up. Riz. Yeah. One last time. <laughs> We're going to Riz up Yeager one last time. Yep. She does that and um, she s- stabs him. She stabs him, takes and, his gun, and then blasts him. Yeah. Shoots him like five times. Yeah. <laughs> and she times, says, yeah. Evil be with you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Which that sounds like one of those behind the scenes things that that you say that she mm-hmm. got from like a Romani, like to yes. like a saying. She was like, you know, probably it, that that's what that feels like. I doubt that. Bruce no. wrote you know, that I script. hope my last words are double crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that that's Eager's last words. He says double crossing and he dies. See, I want my last words to be: Have my family avenge okay. me. Those are my last words. Uh, give me my diamond ring back. Bury <laughs> you, bitch. <laughs> Bury me with my money. <laughs> I'm going yeah. out to see the Titanic. I do hope I get killed by the Sunset Riders. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully Bruce Campbell's last words aren't what he how he turned on Toyota with uh, and, and I guess I, I won't use one of the words in here so besides, uh, besides if you think I'd ever marry some I'll use the word Romani freak <laughs> oh god he did call her that didn't <laughs> he yeah 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 which is like that is just tr- the worst kind of prick not like, only will I not marry you you <laughs> suck in these specific ways <laughs> well I, that's what part of the fun of this movie is all the characters are reprehensible monsters. So it's fun to watch them suffer, and it hits a little better when they redeem that a little bit. I mean, I think you accurately called this uh, just an episode of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> yeah, it's de- yeah. yeah that's, that this is right. the Schwarzenegger yeah. Tales from the Crypt, where the rich guy trades all of his money for a hot body because <laughs> he's like because he's old and he like keeps taking body parts from a young hot guy until he's the poor hot guy and the girl he was wooing ended up with the old guy body who's rich and she goes for him because he's rich see i always think of the tales in the crypt episode with the logging camp and, oh. uh, and the two guys and the, the Have, one lady's like seducing yeah. the younger guy on camp i think you guys talked about that like yeah, two weeks yeah, ago yeah brian james, james yeah. episode yeah that, that was the first tales in the crypt i ever saw and, and I was, and I was like, "This is incredible! <laughs> All TV should be this way." <laughs> More blind men should cut up lion bitches with chainsaws. <laughs> well, it, it, see, and then something else that like stuck out to me with this is, like, I could see Bruce Campbell as a, you know, this character being an asshole and being like, you know, you're you're crazy, lady, just get away from me. But he's from Detroit, and it's weird to use like 
that specific like racial slur on like a Romani like imagine how are people if the- in Detroit like racist against Romani like it seems like it's just a weird thing. Imagine if he was Latino. Or, or she was Latina, right? Yeah, like, you know. like originally. I mean, yeah, that, that might be a, just a what, direct lift what from the word, original script. What word do you think he would um, don't <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> it would be above the worst. It would be below the worst word, but above, like, you know, just general derogatory things. It would be in the middle, that kind of, like, um, gross middle. Yeah, I'm going to try not to. I guess we'll see it. And my name is Bruce with all the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, the audience has, has that word. Yeah. <laughs> they know what that word is. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We cut to Pavel and the doctor. Mm-hmm. They've learned about the murders on the radio. Yes, it's this radio just <laughs> listening for murders again. You know what? I don't care. Nope. Get to the next scene, baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get let's get to that part. They have bodies. They need bodies. So um, he, he tells Pavel to go bring back the bodies. Yeah, because um, Bruce is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. The doctor says there's no hope. Like he's pretty much brain dead. It's not much of a life. And Jackie's like. All right, pull the plug. Yeah, right. She says, right. She says, "Pull the plug" as she's walking away. Right. What right. Fucking. Would you... Go ahead, D. Well, that's exactly like it. it because the, the next time we see her, what she's doing is like, "You killed him. You pulled the plug. <laughs> you fucking nut." I'm sorry to say, Mrs. Cole, the news isn't good. Because of the severe brain injuries, your husband is unable to function on his own. That includes breathing, speech, motion, the five senses. We could keep a pulse going, but it's not much of a life. You and I had something once, William. Sorry you were taken away before I could get that back. Goodbye. All right, Doctor, pull the plug. Well, okay, but it's fine though because she immediately walks off for revenge. Yeah, <laughs> so right. like she gets into a cab and says, "Gypsy Town." <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. How does she even know that that uh, Toyota did it? She's a good detective. She is a, a, oh, a girl true. boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that subtext I missed. One uh, of the cut scenes was she was watching it all from the window. No, no, no. <laughs> she like uh, Bruce tied a paint can to her legs, and so all she needed to do was follow the trail. <laughs> All the trail of paint, and and then we get to this like this building where it looks kind of like a like a warehouse. Like it doesn't feel like people live in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she gets in there, she kicks down the door, and she says something like, "You murdered my my husband." Yeah, you killed my husband, you bitch. Right? They have a a fight which has little like cats meows in the background when they're fighting. They do talk about how they add those because it's a cat fight. It's two women fighting. Yeah. Brilliant. Duh, of course. <laughs> I got it's, that. It's incredible. Yeah, and the the two actresses wanted to do their own fight stunts. So like the actual fighting they both really did. It's incredible. It's it's the John Wick of 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 schlock. I love yeah. it. Oh yeah. And a truly brutal like uh, stairway stunt. Like, of course, they used oh, some yeah. dummies, but like Bruce was talking about it in the making of. He's like, so we took five frames of a dummy, matched that with a fall from a stunt woman, 
cut in real footage of the actress and then more dummy and then stunt fall. And it's like, he was really proud of how it turned out. Doesn't look half bad. Yeah, I mean, it's got the Obi-Wan turn of sure. Jackie going down <laughs> the stairs, which is which is fine. It works. It's stupid. Well, I mean, it's incredible, too, because it, it sets Tamara Gorski up as she is, like, so incredibly lethal. She's, like, killed four people we've seen in this in this movie so far and wins in hand-to-hand combat easily. Yeah. Like, she's, she's just, like... Like Spetsnaz, she's just incredibly deadly. <laughs> she was more annoyed than scared in this scene, yep. right? Like she, she, she wasn't worried about she, losing this fight. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. She, she gets up from like dinner to do it. <laughs> she's like eating dinner with her grandma and like just stands up to beat a blonde lady's ass. Which, <laughs> I mean, down. honestly, Jackie deserved it. Nobody's uh, good in this, I mean, I'd say. I don't know if she deserved death. Yeah. Well. There are things worse than death, as we come to find out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She actually didn't get well, death, so. Well, it, it, it's it's that thing too, though, that plays out over the course of the rest of the movie. Of like, wait, so she did love her husband, <laughs> and she wants her like it's like, like like she's full of Bulgarian jizz, and she's like, my my precious husband. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, what the fuck? You lose your meal ticket, you're gonna act up. That's all I'll say. That's that's yeah. Because she was ready to leave yep. him, like literally move to Bulgaria. She was done. You're, you're right, Tyler. These <laughs> are like... deep characters that, that show respect <laughs> to women. I I, I I admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you have to see, you actually read the Jackie comic book that came out before this oh, to understand yeah. her motivation. Mm. It, 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 there's a seven season cartoon featuring Jackie. <laughs> that explains all of it her all. motivations there if you just look for exactly. it. Exactly. So uh, we, we, we cut to the doctor doing his doctorly work, which is taking a cool laser and just zapping some brain. Yeah, Soviet brain laser. <laughs> yeah. Implanting <laughs> communism into the capitalist. You ever, it's like Command and Conquer Red Alert. <laughs> well, you, you ever see that like fake uh, Soviet propaganda movie? that, that um, I, I saw this movie when I was a child where they like did like a dog head transplant. Like, like yes. Mars attacks? Yep. Like Mars attacks, yeah. Like, like Mars, like yeah. where they had like blood flowing into a dog's head, and the dog's head was still alive. And no, like, yeah, no. This is what that, that that's what this reminded me of. It's totally fake, obviously. But like you know, it, it's this kind of idea that like there's some sort of Frankenstein thing happening in the Soviet Union. You know, that's why they're the enemy. That's why they're so cool. <laughs> no, no, we don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I, I missed the prompt for the joke there of where you say the fake Soviet propaganda movie, and I think we should have both jumped in with, uh, what, you mean all of Hollywood? Oh. <laughs> yeah, those, those woke. And then, and then we high five. Those woke libs. <laughs> those woke. Hollywood went woke when Matthew Perry died. He was vaccinated. He sold a that, shirt yeah, that that's said, a good question. could I be yeah, any more vaccinated? He's vaxxed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Um, yeah. So we, we if, if I cut out, I, I I got my booster yesterday. So if I cut out, that's what happened to me. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> graphene oxide is in there. It's a, yeah, graphene oxide poison. You don't know what's in that shot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we see a montage of like uh, Paul, uh, not Pavel, but um, Yeager and and Bruce kind of like wrestling. Yeah, ghost wrestling <laughs> in the in the digital brain. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little sci-fi montage i enjoy it it's fun like this movie's having fun the whole time that's right um 
We also see Jackie in a glass box being preserved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So before Pavel drags her body away to the, the, the science factory, um, like <laughs> Hospital. Imme- immediately her body is just stripped from all the values. Yeah. Man, the, the Bulgarian doctors are no good because it's like, oh, white woman found dead in Gypsy Town. It's like, she wasn't dead. She's still alive. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Who, or maybe they're just really good at resuscitating him. Who knows? Who knows? Three days later. Doctor is checking in on on Bruce, kind of doing like some smell tests, mm-hmm. taste test, checking in on those on those uh, feelings. Yep. Right, and uh, he's feeling fine actually. He's a little bit confused, but like he has control over his body. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Up until a point, <laughs> until yeah. his brain starts screaming. <laughs> yes. Right. And his head looks like a penis. It yeah. does look like a penis. Yeah. I mean, like. If the scars kind of curved up near the edges, like maybe. <laughs> I mean, later like... in the movie, it does look very penile. It's great. Yeah. Um, Which that feels like a joke. It feels like a yeah. He's a dickhead. <laughs> you want? Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's. I had not put that together. Yep, that's exactly it. Um, he starts screaming. His brain starts. Yeah, he screaming. freaks out because he's like, I don't feel right. Something's wrong. I'm having visions. He, he pushes over the doctor, he pushes over Pavel, and he starts running into the town square. Yeah, he's like, I'm alive, not a monster. <laughs> starts yelling alongside children. That was, that's it's the best scene in the movie. It really is. The class of children and then Bruce Campbell running, going, rah, <laughs> scaring children and chasing them. He starts like sitting like sitting next to like statues. So he has statues. Yep. He like looks at Stop looking at yeah. me. It's really good. In the commentary, they're like, I was just driving around Bulgaria. I saw all these like old Soviet statues and I thought what would a capitalist hate more than Soviet statues? So we went to all the Soviet statues and just had him freaked out. Like, I wanted to torture this character. And I'm like, God damn, Bruce, you get it. You get it. Yeah. It's another one of those ones that feels like it was paid for the, by the Bulgarian, like, tourism board. Because, yeah, he's, like, running in front of monuments, in front of that large, like, capital style building yeah. there i, I, yeah, I will say this i kind of want to go to bulgaria yeah that looked fucking sick as hell right like that that sounds like <laughs> right. a rad vacation like a 50 foot statue of a guy holding an ak-47 that shit <laughs> rocks <laughs> oh man that seems i went there for yeah, my no house shit. <laughs> i, I kind of want to go to Bul- i kind of want to go to bulgaria I kind of want to go there. You want to go to two co- a country that's two countries away from iraq you're insane I'm listen. I'm sure they have. I, in my mind, the Iraq War is still happening or okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's right beside Turkey. Oh, that'll and, be good uh, news. Yeah. Here's the thing: I'll land in Turkey yeah. with a bunch of guys getting hair transplants. I'll hop on a train over to Bulgaria. <laughs> yep. Have some what I imagine is amazing food. Yeah, they had radishes and like raw <laughs> shrimp there at the salad bar. <laughs> that's, that's right. And just have a good time and look at some Soviet statues. This movie is a good advertisement for Bulgaria. Yeah, I would go to Bulgaria. We could be in movies. We could be in movies. Um, I mean, it's a thing, too, where you know your dollar will go further, too, because Bruce pays $40 to get 
one another taxi to go to drive away and then twenty dollars to the other guy to drive him wherever for the day right is it, or what's what's his it was like, like, like oh, no, 150 bucks yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah that's right but that's like him for the day yeah a personal chauffeur he's like his personal yeah. driver that's and the- and that driver dicks his wife down good yeah <laughs> full service that's yeah. added that's right. you know they don't tip there that's how they do there well a kind of it. tip he, he's not sm- he's not paying for his cigarettes though. <laughs> yeah he will not pay for cigarettes that's true he does not smoke um but no like Yeager starts talking to him in his brain now he, they don't know who they are quite yet yeah they've not figured that out right but they they know that they need the basics right they need food they need clothing and, and they need money they need money right um, they need car, clothes, food, and money. Right. Um, so uh, they, they first, like, go for the car, right? They, they fight about which car they want to steal. Yeager wants to steal a taxi for whatever He doesn't reason. know why. He's like, I feel something about this car. But <laughs> I uh, Bruce con- Campbell... Yeah, because they, they... Go ahead, Dean. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, like, because, yeah, their memory's totally fucked, mm-hmm. right? Until later they figure yeah. it out. Um, Bruce is still kind of butting his head in, though, because, like, Year is the guy who knows how to steal his own car. Yep. Right? But, uh, you know, Bruce being, sorry, uh, William being the dickhead that he is, feels the need to jump in and help with the the Slim Jim, right, to break into his own car. And so what ends up happening is that he starts, like, humping his car, trying to get it open. Mm -hmm. And there's a funny scene where a lady comes by and sees, you know, William just going to town on his car. (laughs) It is funny. It is funny. that got, it, a laugh it, it got a laugh out of me. Yeah. Not only like the initial one got a laugh, and then the girl ran away. But when she came back to watch, <laughs> smiling, that got me too. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I would do that. And he, you would, yeah, you'd fuck a car. I mean, if it was like, I, you know, I wouldn't fuck a car. It's sorry, I, you'd watch someone fuck a car. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and Bruce Campbell, in commentary, said he only put that in there to make his one friend laugh. He's like, we were just going to do the original, like fucking the car joke. Cause it's funny. But then I thought of my friend. It's like, let's have the girl go back and like it. <laughs> it, it works. I mean, that, that's, there's a couple jokes in here and, and we already talked about the, the one with, um, with Ted Ramey and the, and the note, but yeah, there's a couple like laugh out loud jokes in here that, that, you know, I think really keep it, keep, the the whole story elevated past like you know kind of the silly more sci-fi you know b movie stuff like there's there's some actually good it knows that it's stupid and it has fun with it yep yeah it's not a serious movie no (laughs) but there is a there's a really serious scene later in the movie that's also very funny and still kind of lands point uh, i'm i'm deeply curious we'll get to it all right yeah. Um, so he okay. So he has car. He needs to get clothes, mm-hmm. right? And so he um, goes into he finds a, a dumpster full of clothes. Mm-hmm. So he climbs in. We have a little dress up montage. Yeah, he wants to wear a suit. Jaeger's like, I'm not gonna wear a fucking tie, you dork. Yeah. Then he comes dressed up as like a fisherman or something. No, he has a bucket hat. He's got a bucket hat, <laughs> and he's like, no way. And they finally compromise on like. <laughs> Awfully bleached jeans and a disco shirt. Yeah. And a fucking Kangle hat. It works. It he works. He should have kept the hat on. I mean, he does for a while. It would have hit, uh, hid the scar. No, he does for a while. That was the point. Yeah. Um. Okay, but now he needs money. Right? And so mm-hmm. this is where we get another nice little taste of capitalism where he's like, I, I don't want to beg for money. I've never begged for anything in my life. <laughs> 
Which, yeah, dog, I'm sure as a kid you stokely stood by some candy and not ask for it. Yeah. Or, you know, he probably did not get money from parents. He reeks of generational wealth. Come yeah, on. Of course, of course. Um, but like Yeager knows better. So and we get like a little begging scene. It's like it's <laughs> kind of funny. It's fine. Yeah, and his mind goes crazy, falls over, and the lady pities him and gives him money anyway. Yeah. So then we get the fun restaurant scene. He goes to buy Bulgarian food, which is radishes, <laughs> raw shrimp, <laughs> yeah, and onions. Well, he also coleslaw. yeah coleslaw yeah coleslaw right. Uh, the, the, he gets a salad bar. They can't decide which drink to have. Um, which is fine. It, like oh yeah, alcohol humor. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> which. That, that was so, uh, another one that was like, okay, I, I, was, I was trying to explain this to a friend, and, and they, they were boggled by the idea of, like, yeah, just order two drinks. Yeah. And, 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 and Bruce, like, passes it off with, like, a, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm always buy one as a member for a friend. And it's like, okay. And, but then they do the, the racing hands to the drink, and the first one to reach it drinks it and just, like, splash into their face. It's just, it's just an opportunity for Bruce to do, like, the slapstick, <laughs> like, Three Stooges humor. It's... It's it made my friend laugh in description, <laughs> but but like in execution, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> it, it, for some reason, and I can't understand why Bruce really loves restaurant humor. He like he yeah. loves scenes where that, that you're in a restaurant and it's funny. Yeah. It's what a, if a waiter was blind? Like, what, what if a waiter was French? <laughs> yeah. What if a a, a, a patron had uh, had uh, indecision about food? Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's all just kind of like weird restaurant humor, and I think it goes back to like some fundamental Three Stooges thing that he saw. Mm-hmm. Don't know. No. No. He keeps doing like which I would assume he picked up from Ramy is the cutaways to other patrons and their reactions. Yeah. Is that is that the term shemping that I've heard? No. Where it's, oh, okay. no, like sh- right, shemping but, is but, like if you if you wanted to have another character like if you wanted Bruce Campbell was on set that day, right? But you mm-hmm. wanted to uh, have Bruce Campbell be there, you shoot the back of his head. Yeah, they f- it's it. faking okay. it basically. Yeah, because they shemp a shot later, or they we already. We didn't talk about the uh, weird sex billboard outside of the lab when he runs away. Yeah. Which is a stolen shot that they stole. They, they just had. Weird. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, and at this point also, um, Jackie's brain has been put into the robot, by the way. <laughs> so we, we oh, that's have... all we're going to say about that? Well, okay. Yeah. He, there's, there's that. There's also a rapping scene. Again, oh god, the rap is by um Ted Rhyme Thrower Ramey. Yeah, Ted, that's how he's listed in the credits is Ted Rhyme Thrower Ramey. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why does Ted Ramey like to rap so much? I mean, I can only point to like Malibu's Most Wanted being a movie that existed <laughs> two years prior. Nothing was funnier I mean, in, in the mid 2000s than a white guy rapping. Could you imagine? Which is funny because Pretty Fly for a White Guy came out in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> so even that was a data it, it took a while for, for them to catch up on that. Yeah, there's nothing. You want to make a, all your friends laugh, just put on an Eminem record. It's, he's singing about Venom from the movie Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. Yeah, it's a great song. Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> um, it, anywho... We cut back to the restaurant, and he remembers who they—they they both remember who they were. Yeah, right. It, it hits him in the head, and now his brain is getting hot. Mm-hmm. Right, like they're, they're, his brain is heating up, and he needs to cool it down. So his first reaction is like, "Okay, let's go to the 
toilet. Yeah, let's put our head in a toilet. Nate, you ever put your head in a toilet? Yeah, I have done that. As a kid, actually, I gave myself a swirly when I was like uh, eight because I thought it would be funny. It was kind of funny. Gave yourself a swirly. Yeah, have I not told you this? No. No, yeah. When I was eight, I gave myself a swirly uh, at my grandma's house. What? what? Not even at school? No, no. You wanted to try it in a safe environment? Is it? I thought it'd be really funny because, like, you know, it's shown as, like, a funny thing on TV. And so I stuck my head in a toilet and gave myself a swirly. My my grandma and grandpa did not think it was funny. Oh, they didn't laugh? They They didn't didn't think that was good? No, they didn't like that one. Wow, that's a real bummer. Yeah. Dang. What, Tyler, like, yeah, sometimes, you know, we give each other, like, I'd give myself a wedgie just to, just to know how it feels. <laughs> right. <laughs> just throw myself in a locker. Well, <laughs> it was for the comedy of it. It wasn't for, like, I wanted to be, see if it felt good. Yeah. Sometimes I'd. It sounds like something like Tyler Durden would yeah, do. I, sometimes I'd push myself off the, like, swing and call myself a faggot just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly punch myself um so that doesn't work it doesn't cool him down this toilet no so okay what's something that will cool you down uh milk yes ice cold milk <laughs> it, it works for like peppers like hot peppers <laughs> you know you eat a you eat a like a habanero you cool yourself down with some milk yeah oh he's got hot ones in his brain that's, that's what's brain. going on here <laughs> yep um, doesn't work. Doesn't work. Which they do give the recipe on how to make milk that shows up on camera what <laughs> in is the commentary. What is that? He's like, you got to add these special creams because regular milk will just, you can't see it on camera. It won't yeah. stay on your face. It just rolls right off. You want milk to stay on your face. You add this cream, a little glue to it. It's like, Jesus Christ, Bruce. <laughs> Looks good. Yeah, he he did a great job. Um, and then he get, he gets some ice and he just does that and cools him down. And another like laugh out loud moment in this movie was when he like sticks his head in the ice, he pulls his head up, and he's she's like, "We have to get revenge," and he like growls with milk on his face. He's got this serious look on his face, this prosthetic dickhead. It's like the movie knows, Bruce knows. So Pavel puts the finishing touches on Jackie, right? Yeah, Robo Jackie. And wouldn't you know it, she also freaks out and runs off to get revenge. <laughs> yeah, they all love revenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 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 Pavel goes off to find him. Jackie's low on power, so she steals a car battery and breaks that one guy's finger. Yuri, he breaks Yuri's fingers again. Yeah, Bruce steals a Vespa because someone like stole his tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone stole his tires from the taxi. So he steals a pink Vespa, <laughs> which we should mention that Vespa was like one of the production assistants' Vespas, and they're just like. Yeah, can we just use it for this scene? And she's like, oh, yeah, go right ahead. And then they ended up blowing up the Vespa, and they didn't tell the production assistant they were going to put a bomb on her Vespa, and it, like, ruined the Vespa. She got paid for that Vespa, I'm sure. Yeah, probably, like, 30 bucks. What's a Vespa cost in Bulgaria? Nothing. I mean, honestly, when I saw that thing, I kind of wanted it a little bit. I wish I lived in a town where I could just Vespa around. Nate, there is a a thriving Vespa community here where we live. I'm friends with someone in a Vespa club. They're oh. like, they're freaks about it. I, I, I kind of love it. Like, what if you... They're like the Hells Angels. Yeah. <laughs> it's like motorcycle, but with safety. They do have... <laughs> they they meet at a dive bar once a month with all their fucking scooters. And they like drive in circles. It's so cute. It's so funny. I, I, I could be there. I could do you that. You could be there. 
Um, Leather cap, red bandana. You go around beating up people, yeah. fighting crime. Very slowly though. Not, yeah. Like not, I couldn't go on the highway. You got a pack of clove cigarettes in your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So so Pavel's on the hunt. We're, mm-hmm. we're we're now with Ted Ramey. Ramey. He thinks he finds P Money Mobot, but it's really just someone that looks like yeah, her. It's a drunk woman wearing yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets maced and then punched, and it's funny. Yeah. Um. So, so the, meanwhile, the doctor's like trying to figure out like why his formula is not working. Mm-hmm. So he, he doesn't work. Um, Stacy Keach does a good monologue. Like he does. When the world laughed at you for your ideas about mitogenic radiation, how did you continue? Huh? What pushed you to find the answer, even when you yourself didn't even know that it existed? Huh? I don't know where to turn. I have exhausted every possible approach from every conceivable angle. And still, I have nothing to show for it. I I cannot get my little cells to accept other little cells which are foreign to themselves. Sometimes I wish I could just build a wall between them so they could live together without even knowing that... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A wall. That's it. A wall of protein that binds them and separates them at the same time. That's it. That's it! Oh, thank you. Thank you, Comrade Alexander. I knew you would help me in my hour of need. Uh, he, he rocks in this movie. Yeah. We're not done with uh, the uh, uh, la- the drunk lady because she's on the bus, and um, Jackie also gets on this bus. Robo yeah. Jackie. Yeah, and she's like, her character even as the robot is like the self conscious like <laughs> kind of bitch. She looks at this other like young pretty woman, looks at herself, and then lifts her boobs up like it's like oh I got to be prettier than this young pretty woman. Jackie, powerhouse of a character. That's all I'm saying. Justice for Jackie. It's- they, they had the same uh, scene in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. <laughs> they really did. They made her boobs grow. What an awful movie. <laughs> that was Blood Rain. She played Blood Rain. Can you believe that? Blood Rain. Uwe Boll, Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Yeah. Let's continue. Sorry, I don't want to think any more about Blood Rain. <laughs> I, I have or, no... Or Kristana Loken. <laughs> I could have no opinions on either of those things. Oh. I couldn't care less. I think he could. I think, I, sorry, I, I could stand to care less about Terminator 3. Yeah. I've seen all the Terminator movies. I care about Totoya. Yeah. Totoya, uh, she's lighting candles in a wedding dress <laughs> in a wedding shop. She loves yeah. weddings. Well, which, which her family owns. Right. They, that, yep. I, that was something I picked Yeah, there, up. there was a history there. Like, I think that's where she, like, takes her men to murder them. Because <laughs> she is a, a black widow. Um... I mean, and, you you could you could read more into it, like in a you know a movie that was a little bit more serious. It's like her family—that's their whole life—is weddings, and that's all she really wants. And whenever um, uh, Jaeger broke up with her, maybe it broke her brain. Like I could know, see like, like a Freddy style like introduction yeah. to murder character. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. maybe not Freddy. Okay, let's do Jason. <laughs> Yeah, right. Where it's like, yeah, just this, this, this thing happens. This in this 
you know, I don't know, her family disowns her because of it. I yeah. guess that she murdered them all because of Well, no, because she was eating dinner with her grandma. Um, so, <laughs> but they, they um, did say, like, oh, they disappeared mysteriously. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no, yeah, she's, she's straight up like killing people all the time. So, so yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's like she was imbalanced, thought that uh, getting married was, you know, instilled from her family and then. Uh, you know, uh, Jaeger broke up with her, and that's why she's just constantly looking for, uh, you know, mail order bride status. <laughs> and then it's, it's, all somebody does turn her down, and then she stabs him with a with a, uh, a prop knife, and then they <laughs> die. <laughs> here's how here's how wild she is, though, as a killer. Like she she is talented because in comes Robo Jackie. <laughs> she approaches <laughs> and like she attacks. She wins. Tatoya wins. Yeah, this fight against you. a very strong robot. <laughs> right. Um, she, she shoots the robot and leaves, right? She escapes, mm-hmm. right? She, she knows that you, you know, like she got lucky because yep. it is a big, very strong robot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then William is also on the way and sees Tatoya running away from the wedding shop. And then we get a little scooter chase. It's good. The scooter chase, right? Where he uh, gets knocked off it with a clothesline. Cause he fucking loves the three stooges. Uh, yeah, no. And he does. He does that fall, right? He does the fall. Yeah, he did. He had to do all of his own stunts. Yeah, uh, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, William uh, eventually jumps onto Jackie uh, Totoya's car, mm-hmm. right, and just kind of like hanging on. You know, he gets um, intercepted by Pavel. Yeah, because all the characters just run into each other all the yeah, time. <laughs> good, honestly, though, I don't want to spend time to learn new characters. Nope. No yeah. thanks. Nope. Um, Pavel shows up and accidentally it causes them to crash, which causes William to be pinned underneath the car. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, there's a, a, a trickle of gasoline heading towards Totoya, and she looks down on him sinisterly and, and pops open a BMW lighter. <laughs> She's right. a classy lady, okay? Totoya's classy. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, she drops it, and then the, the, the fire is heading towards the car, but Jackie shows up and saves him, right? Mm-hmm. He's able to get away. The explosion happens. We don't see Jackie anymore, but instead we see a tuft of hair that we assume is Jackie's. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, she, he's touched. And Igor uh, uh, says, um, it was a lot of love from a woman who hated you. <laughs> Will you run? Jackie? Run. I'm sorry for every mean thing I ever said or did to you. It was a lot of love from a woman who hated you. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Which I'm like, damn, all right. (laughs) It's, yeah. I mean... I mean, you know, you've often heard of, like, having kids in order to save a marriage, but has anybody really tried putting brains into different bodies in order to save a marriage? It works. Or, 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 yeah, apparently it works. I mean, I, I've, I've seen, I haven't seen any evidence to, to prove it wrong. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, speaking of, you know, uh, Tatoya's, like, martial skill, like, I wonder if there, you know, at some point was perhaps some other kind of like backstory of her being like in the Soviet military or something like that, because Jaeger says he was in the KGB. Yeah. 
uh, and he actually has a hammer and sickle tattoo on his hand. Yeah. And and like that at least gives some a little bit of like backstory of why he's like an ass kicker in the comic. He's like, like I said, he looks like Duke Nukem and is like even more deadly. So I, I wonder if that that was ever kind of in the initial outline. But again, that comes up to an issue of. Okay, if this was originally set in East LA, who were these people originally? <laughs> well, uh, in that one, you know, Yigar was Eddie, the Latino guy who's probably working on behalf of the CIA to be cracked into the community. MS thirteen. <laughs> yeah, it was MS thirteen. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, but like, here, here's why I, I like the idea of Tatoya being super good at fighting and strong is that like it, she has horror movie logic. Where the more she kills, the stronger she gets. Mm-hmm. Like she gets Ooh, power right. from when she kills. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where she's like unstoppable. Um, she's like a Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she, she runs off into a bar. Um, William chases after her and she, she tricks the bar into to stopping him because he's, she shows up in a wedding dress and points at William and says, He raped me on my wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> That's him! A mannequin! When we are done with you, you are going to be one ugly American. This just keeps getting better and better. It, it's, it, uh, I was stunned. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> like they all tried to jump his ass. That was, yeah, that was a mouth wide open part of this movie. It's like, that holy was, shit. That wasn't even the most shocking part about this scene because behind the bar, <laughs> there is this painting. Of like you know of a of a of a like weird European guy sucking the toes of a naked lady. Yeah, oh Dean. I don't know if you you should fast forward to this scene again after this and just look for that painting because it is wild. I will fast forward and then pause on that scene. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my greatest fears. Oh yeah, which is like getting like eaten alive. Mm. You know, I, I I've had this fear for a while. I don't talk about it very often, but okay. like this fear of just like somebody just like finding me and just kind of biting me and eating me alive. Mm. You know? But I try not to think about dying that much. Yeah. Me, me neither. I mean, gosh, that sounds familiar. Anybody got anything for that? No. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if you guys said, like, you know, Tyler, you might have seen, I've been watching a lot of horror movies in the past. Yeah, uh, you've been killing it, like, 25 movies in, like, two yeah. weeks or something? Yeah, like, I, I'm up to, I watched The Descent last night, that was number 24, and I have, uh, yeah, a few more, I'm trying to do 31, uh, because I'm, I, I, I started late, but I wanted to do 31 for the month of October, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it reminds me of a scene in, uh, there was a zombie movie. What was that? Do you guys remember? There, there, there had to have been a zombie movie that had that in it. Uh, what was that? Uh, the James Gunn, Dawn of the Dead? No, that wasn't it. Dang, I can't remember. Um, Return. Oh, no, it had a character named Trash. Uh, Return Do you guys remember that one? Return of the Creature's Ghost? Mm. Oh, Trash. Yeah. Oh, what's her face? She's like super hot, right? Yeah. What the fuck was that movie? What the fuck was that? We got to move on. We, we we'll just—it's it, fine. You know, I'll look it up later. Someone, look, yeah, uh, cut, cut it in. I yeah, guess yeah. look it up, cut it in later. Yeah. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Never. Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying? You know, violently. I wonder, like, 
What would be the most horrible way to die? Try not to think about dying too much. Hmm. Well, for me, the worst way would be for a bunch of old men to get around me and start biting and eating me alive. I see. Um. So we'll, uh, they, there's a good fight scene that happens in this bar. Uh, Bruce does his, all, all of his own stunts, mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier. Yeah, because he had to. So Bruce directed this movie. He wrote this movie. He starred in this movie. And they get to this scene. They only have one day to do every single shot, every setup, every stunt. Like, they only have that time. And the crew is like, we don't know where we're going to find a stunt guy who can do this all in one day. And Bruce Campbell looked at them and said, I've been doing this since I was 15. Let's go. And proceeded to do this entire day of stunts while directing the movie. And he, I mean, it, go ahead. It, I was going to say that, yeah, like that introduces the question is he a better director than Martin Scorsese? <laughs> More physical, I'd say. <laughs> Marty wouldn't do his own stunts. No, I don't think he would. He's too old. Even in his prime, he wouldn't do his own stunts. No, he'd make well, his mom do his stunts. Well, I mean, he did sit in the back of that cab and taxi driver. That's you know, and and what you don't see there's a cutscene where he has to like dive and roll out of the out of the, out of the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, they cut that for time. You could feel it. Yeah, yeah. they're they're like yeah. You could feel it in the movie. No, I I I like that about him. Like the guy just will do anything. Bruce Campbell. Well, and the the fight scene's good because I think that it uses the room really really well. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of like fight scenes in movies, it's like all right, we're gonna do some kicks and punches. It's like, no, in this bar fight, he learns how to fight dirty, and we he, we start using the room. He picks yep. up, like, uh, a beer glass and, like, you know, glasses a guy. Then he uses the handle and cuts a, another mm-hmm. guy in the face. We get a nice coffee burn. Yep. Nice, easy one to pull off because it yeah. can just be cold coffee. <laughs> yeah, and you add the sizzle sound effect for all the right. nice screams. No, right. like, and Bruce Campbell does mention this in the behind the scenes. He's like, he recorded this behind the scenes in, like, 2004, and he's like, a lot of movies these days, they're like doing flips and kicking and things are wild. Well, I hate to tell you, fights don't happen like that. Sometimes they're dirty and they're weird and they don't make sense. You grab a guy's balls? Yeah, you grab a guy's balls. <laughs> and I got to agree with Bruce Campbell on that. I like movies where the fights are dirty. They look like they're happening for real. Like, Yeah, I like it when it's like a celebration of the space. Yeah. Right. Like it's why I like Jackie Chan movies so much because like he uses the room. He like, okay, what do we got? I got a chair. We got this table. We got ladders. Hey, (laughs) you know, and and same with like this fight scene and same with all of Bruce's fight scenes. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, you know, okay, we got a tea kettle. What are we going to do with this tea kettle? I bet you we can burn some little guys with that. (laughs) Oh, Dr. Strange is being a dickhead. Here, have some mustard. (laughs) Right. Well, it, it's it's a thing too where it's it's good as, sto- as far as storytelling too because if you show the hero getting their ass handed to them, you you feel stakes even if they're like obviously not like they're not going to lose. You know that as a as a you know a, a viewer, but having a thing where it's like oh yeah, but they're getting smacked around a bit and it looks like they're on you know kind of reeling back and on their on their. Uh, on their back's heel. I don't know if that's a term. I just made that up. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but then, you know, like you, you, there's uh, that, that turn where, where he's like, you know, pop, or uh, Jaeger tells him to fight dirty, which if there was anything that I could go like, you know, go in with 
you know, a post-writing thing to, to fix it would just be like introducing Jaeger's skills into this thing. So by the end of the movie, like you, you know, Cole and Jaeger are working together and combining their individual skill sets into being a better person mm-hmm. all yeah. in all, yeah, because- which, which you don't, you get a little bit with Jaeger as far as like steal that car and do this. And, but you don't never see it with Cole though. You don't get anything of like him having some kind of skill that Jaeger doesn't. Uh, he does at the end by spending money. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. So he continues his chase. Yeah. He leaves the bar. He sees uh, uh Totoya on like a bridge, um. But then his brain starts screaming again, and he passes out. Um. But that's okay though because Jackie, uh, grabs Totoya. Yeah, Robo Jackie's around. Yeah, she's around. She's on the hunt and grabs Totoya from behind. She pulls out a knife and stabs her in her brain. Yep. Like her one weak spot. Yeah. Just like grabs it and then throws her into the river. Yeah, like off the bridge. Um here's here's another good like uh replaced line is that like when they're recovering back from the screaming brain, um, he says, Something is not good. Yeah, no sweat, Sherlock. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no and, sweat, Sherlock. And in the uncensored version, you can probably guess what it was. Sweet. Well, no, he's like... No sweet Sherlock. (laughs) Yegor says, something is not good. And Bruce Campbell says, I'm going to strangle that gypsy freak. Damn. (laughs) No, no, no. no, no. Whoa. Sorry. That's a quote from the movie. Actually, they didn't censor the uh, gypsy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the woke crowd would probably censor freak now. Do you know that calling someone stupid is ableist, Nate? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm I'm just always like every scene, and, and I think you you hit it that it's, you know, Tatoya is just gains levels of being <laughs> yeah. a bad guy, and and, uh, and it's like yeah, she by the end of this, she's like Anton Chigurh, she's just like a like death on legs, <laughs> even to fucking cyborgs. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. John Connor should recruit her. She's that deadly. So like we we uh, William chases after after he recovers, and uh, they end up in the unfinished subway. Right. Yeah. Um. She tries to get him with a pickaxe, misses. Mm-hmm. Right. We get like some factory running around. Yep. Which is a good old B movie classic of run around the factory. Uh huh. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be a sewer. B movies have factories. It's great. Yeah. Um. And it's lit really well. Yeah. Like, like he's got the like flickery lights going. Like he's making an effort as a director to make it visually distinct, which rocks. Yeah. It's trying to be a, a sewer treatment plan. And you, yes. can, you can feel that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look as much of a factory as some other movies do. No, it's not the like Freddy Krueger factory or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The dream factory. There's a fog machine. Yeah. No. Right. Maybe there should have been a fog machine. There actually. probably should have been, yeah. <laughs> um, so eventually they, they, they catch up. Um, you know, there's, there's a bit of a fight. Jackie misses. And Katoya she, misses. Sorry. To, yeah, I'm confused. I'm sorry. Uh, Tutoya misses and she she falls off the ledge. She begs for help and and he helps her back up onto the ledge. Only, um, during during this fight, by the way, we cut to Pavel, and Pavel's like <laughs> yeah. he he's like doing something in his truck and he hears moaning and screaming coming yeah. out of a pipe and he's like ah yes, <laughs> 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 they're having good time and then <laughs> goes away. <laughs> Ooh. Some shizzle going on there, my niece. I don't know why. Like, okay, 
yes, I know it's not a serious movie, but like this should be the height of tension. Yeah. Cut the Pavel making like ah, oh, they're having sex joke. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's doing like like buckwheat mugging to the camera. Like I think he even looks down the camera. Like yeah. he's like, oh, they're doing it. <laughs> eh? Eh? Lord. They're making a baby in there. <laughs> um, she gets she gets helped out by by uh, by William Cole and. Um, he says that he just wants to ring back. Yeah, and then pushes her into the river. Damn. Cold. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you're going with, like, you know, semi-tension horror movie thing, keep in mind, so it's, the last scene is a guy chasing a woman into the sewers <laughs> to kill her, and that guy's the hero. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing a wedding dress. She's wearing a wedding dress. I mean, you know, like, that's where it's, you know, you want to take it and look at it. It's, you know, a thematic thing where it's like he's getting rid of his dreams of what being married should be. And, and, and now he's married to a robot woman. And, <laughs> and she's, she's great because they're accepting each other for who they are, which is freaks with freak brains <laughs> and freak bodies. I mean, I don't know if she does. She, I feel like she lost something in the transition to robot. <laughs> no, no, no. She was she, a, she was a fucking badass who went out for vengeance but was <laughs> physically incapable of getting it. So she was upgraded. Right. She still couldn't still lost. Yeah, she still couldn't win. <laughs> They'll fix you, Jackie. They fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> so so he goes up to this like creek and like puts the ring on her finger and they say I love you to each other. Yeah, that's a really weird like discombobulating scene where it's played completely straight where Bruce Campbell's giving it at all. He's like, we had some good times. I love you. You're my wife. And then cut to the burnt face of a crash test dummy in a blonde wig being like, William, I love you. William. <laughs> and he's like, I'll never forget you. I will love you until the end of my time. And she's just like, bazort, bazort. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> It's so funny. It's really William, you know how to turn me on. <laughs> it's it's like it's such a mishmash of tones and it it works. Like Bruce Campbell <laughs> talked about how this scene he's like, yeah, this scene always made people confused and I loved it. <laughs> like he's like nobody knows what to do with this scene and I don't care and it's like you know what it works, man. It works. It's not for them. It's for Bruce. <laughs> yeah, it is his movie. <laughs> Oh God, it rocks! And then, like, oh, Pavel's like, oh, I have idea. <laughs> yeah, I can just give her juice. Yeah. By the way, we're doing his accent, Ted Raimi's accent. We're not like doing an Eastern European accent. We're not. <laughs> I was. We, we, oh. Which is one of the things. Like Pavel's like, uh, I'm just like a, 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 a repairman, and it's like, bitch, you built a fucking cyborg. Yeah, <laughs> you built this robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I don't know it's just incredible and the, i apologize it's not a robot actually it's a p money mobot it is the p money mobot yeah um I, so, I mean i like to think that this exists in the blade runner universe and that's just the first you know iteration of a simulant <laughs> yeah could you imagine like yeah the 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 first person to make it is actually just some idiot <laughs> <laughs> who just wanted to like have a friend to rap with <laughs> Of course, we don't flip turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Brian James. Yeah. God. Um, 
so the, Pavel picks up all the bodies, uh, brings them back to the doctor. Oh, and- th- like we get, I, I just want to shout out this one Stacy Keach line. I think it's the only line he does that's pure comedy, mm. where he calls Pavel. It's like Pavel, what's happening? Pavel says, "There's dead bodies everywhere," and Stacy Keach just goes. Oh no, that's terrible! <laughs> <laughs> like he it's, just loves bodies. It's so funny because you can see the ambition where he's like, he's saying the lip service of "Oh, this is horrible," but he's that that communist doctor mind is working. He's gonna fix it all. Yes, doctor. Pavel, great news! I have finally found a solution. That's good. There are dead bodies everywhere. My goodness. That's terrible. Nah. Plenty spare part. And that's that's shows good writing and good acting. Yes. I mean, that's always a hallmark that I always find is that when, when you can have characters say one thing but mean something entirely different, that's a good sign. When that's- they're just doing exposition like the like the radio in this in this movie <laughs> the, like k exposition you know all exposition all the time um yep. it's 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 worse it's that's not good i don't like that <laughs> no and this rocks because like stacy keach like hops out of his chair and he's yeah. like i want to thank everyone in stockholm i'm so proud to be winning the nobel prize as he's undoing all of his surgical equipment and <laughs> it like slowly fades to clapping and applause yeah and like he quotes like his his mentor, I guess, or like, Alex Andren Alexandrovich Alexandrov was his yeah, name. <laughs> yeah, and it, like he has this really confusing line that I'll I'll cut in here, um, but it's it's something to the effect of like you must remember uh, in order to forget to remember you must remember to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I have always loved Stockholm. I only wish my friend and mentor, comrade Alex Alexander Alexandrovich could have been here today to share this honor with me. However, never mind. In his immortal words, before, before you, you forget, forget to remember, remember you, you must, must remember, remember to forget. forget. <laughs> it's like, what? what? <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> well, here's the question, because he has his breakthrough, right? He has one of those, like, aha moments that is frequent in movies. Mm-hmm. But what was he actually solving? Because he solve the putting a brain in another brain thing like that well, science was so- solved it was was it just that the um that it overheated every time it started to like think yeah too hard? it was so there's a missing thing i don't think so we there's the scene where and this is going to cut back to what did bruce campbell know and when did he know it because <laughs> the scene where stacy keach comes up with his epiphany mm. he decides that the solution to solving cell death is building a wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, between the proteins. Then that's that who else do we know that like to build walls? Who's name checked in this movie? That's right. One Donald J. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce. He, he, here's him cursing. Let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict. <laughs> <laughs> indict the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. He's, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's just so magnetic. Uh, I wonder what his views are, like if we could have 
taken any of the lines that uh, that Cole said, the, the specifically the ones you know involving uh, if he'd ever marry a specific group of people and their freak and, and their freak status. If we could somehow like use one of those AI voice things and plug it into Donald Trump's mouth, would it seem weird? And I think it sounds spot on. <laughs> See, especially this last scene, right? Yeah, where he's like writing a million dollars is like it's good for my image. It's it's good. I get a tax break from it. Yeah, um, like it. He's learned nothing. Yeah, he did learn nothing. Like so, it cuts to six months later, where William Cole, Bruce Campbell, his scar is a little healed. He looks a little better. He's like putting on a tie, but having trouble. And he's like, oh, I hate writing checks for charity. And Igor in his head's like, no, it's good. It's good for us. It's good for the company. It's good for soul. And it's like, ugh. Oh, Jackie, can you come tie my tie? Yes, dear. <laughs> in comes uh, Tatoya with Jackie's brain. <laughs> yeah. Damn, full brain replacement. Like, nobody really, I guess they learned to love each other. Like, it fixed a marriage. That that's the, the the only thing that happens. Sometimes to fix a marriage, you have to kill two Eastern Europeans <laughs> and take their body and brain, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a movie about capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah, capitalism does like subsume everything. Like it it just consumes everything. Yeah, <laughs> even the critiques of capitalism. That's right, Disco Elysium. Uh, like by draining European blood. <laughs> Which, I mean, that, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, you could kind of go with, like, a, oh, now it's, he's got the best of both worlds. But, like, Antoinette Bryan, the one that plays Jackie, is hot. She's She was 43 in this movie and looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. like, it's not like a thing where it's like, you know, well, his his old bag of a wife kind of thing, you know, is now in a hot new body. But it's like, no, she was she had a terrible brain and, and, a, <laughs> and was very good looking. And you just took out a worse brain and put it in a different body. She Jackie got everything she wanted. There was that line. She's like, "You ever think about getting a new body and starting all over?" Yeah. Maybe she changed. It's like the plot of like, what if the plot of Get Out, but like positive spin on the people taking the bodies. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's Jeez. like Ben Shapiro's Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's fine. It, it helps everybody. It's a yeah. win-win situation. She gets to start over. You guys. <laughs> it's a happy story. Uh, th- the end. Yeah, the end. Man with the screen brain. Working on that since the 80s. Well, it's not quite over because there is a rap song during the credits that oh, we should talk about. God, Ted Raimi's rap that he wrote. Ted Rhyme Thrower Raimi. <laughs> With the title, Bustin' Brains. Ooh. <laughs> it viscerally hurt to hear Ted Raimi say, faux shizzle my nizzle. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> I think he did that. That was one of those, the one he did by the pipe too, where they were, where he's like, "Oh, they're having sex down there." It's like, I think he said that too. Ugh. You know, like, man, white people should not have been exposed to Snoop Dogg. Well, like, well, we, we weren't, we weren't ready. <laughs> Snoop Dogg this, has been a catastrophe for the white race. <laughs> Truly, this movie and Killers of the Flower Moon have both solidified in my mind that white people are a plague on humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just we, we eat everything and make it worse and kill. You know, what we should just we should have a nice zoo. We're kept away from all the other nice people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the thesis that we should put all white people in a zoo. That's what Slaughterhouse <laughs> Five got right. Yeah, I mean a nice zoo. I, yeah. Cause like I I want like a couch and stuff. You don't deserve it. And like a, a cool like tank of water with a ball that I lick. 
big old hot rock to lay on. Yeah, that sounds nice. A little net in a tree. Yeah. I mean, a, or a just stick. maybe put put brains in like artificial bodies that you know have some kind of level of safety precautions that they can't, I don't know, start a business that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that completely like ruins the environment and or people that it's exposed to. It's the, the Robocop like prime directives, but like, exactly. you know, you can't quote a, 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 a Snoop Dogg song. You can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it would be like Robocop 2 where there's like a thousand prime directives. <laughs> or, or, or a thousand directives. Um, Jesus. So yeah, Man, Man with the Screen Brain. Did uh, we did we like it? I Yes, and I liked it and I recommend it. Yeah. You know, like... It, it was it, fun. It's fun. It's a fun movie for fun people. Uh, I have a couple factoids. Oh, let's hear them. Um, so the movie bombed. <laughs> I don't really? know if you know that yet. Really? I mean, whatever. I'm sure it made some money back, maybe. Uh-huh. Right. Um, well, it, went, but, it went straight to sci-fi, though, so I don't know how that... How does that work? Like, I mean, they, they, they license it, and they run it a couple times. Um, oh, that's true. There's also, like, movies and DVDs and VHS sales. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bruce Campbell, uh, uh, allegedly, because he, he's, like, a notorious liar. Yeah, big-time liar. But he says that he uh, bought thousands of unsold VHS copies in bulk and used them as insulation in his house, which would be funny if it was true. Yes. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm sure he has a bunch. Yeah, he should make like a Jerry Maguire like throne mm-hmm. out of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I believe that it did like bomb real hard. Um, and let's see. So yeah, we, I think we've covered all these other ones though. Like you know, there's a subway tunnel. It was meant to be in East Los Angeles, right? Uh, with a uh, yeah, that would have been a different movie. Completely different movie. I'm so glad that Bruce Campbell is not known as notorious racist. <laughs> yeah, like it's a bummer that this bombed because it is fun, but I also get why it bombed. Like this is not for everyone at all. It, no. This is for Bruce Campbell. This is an intrusive thought he had, and he had to make the movie. We just get to go along on the ride. It, well, it has that like Tappert, Raimi, Xena, um, or Hercules. Mm-hmm. like that vibe of like just kind of silly fun don't mm-hmm. think too hard about it it's just goofy um mm-hmm. which uh, is weird because all that stuff ended in like 1997 so it's been like cooking <laughs> for like almost a decade before it came out so that era had well left the building so that's i think part of why it just didn't nobody really gave a shit um let's get to the bruce of all let's, let's learn about, about the bruce of it all Mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell, was he used well? Yeah. I mean, this is peak Bruce. Peak yeah. Bruce. Right? Like, this is his authentic self. Yeah. Right? Like, not his best acting. No. But his best, like, personhood. Like, you can see Bruce Campbell, this, the person in this. This is the movie Bruce Campbell spent almost three decades wanting to make. Yeah. And I- he, it changed so much from Inception to, like, making it. Like the only scene that was in every draft of the script was the wedding dress lighting the car on fire scene. <laughs> huh. That was the one in every single draft. It always William trapped under a car about to be set on fire and exploded. And like the robot was in that original draft? I don't I don't know. I mean 
Maybe. Well, so so one thing that I did see was that the comic is based on earlier versions that didn't require a budget, and the robot looks more like, um, I don't know, the the robot from uh, Lost in Space. Like it's got <laughs> it's like fully metal and and all that stuff. It doesn't look like a just a fucking sex doll or a Rosetta <laughs> Annie. A little little Eastern European mime in there. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just the guy who can pop and lock. Yeah. Jesus. Like. No, this is pure undiluted Bruce, and it's a shame. It's a shame that mo- nobody will really seek this out, and yeah. it will be lost to time. Yeah, I mean, it's not a cool movie. That's the unfortunate thing about the Evil Dead movies is that they got this reputation for being very cool, mm-hmm. right? And, like, Man with the Screen Brain is absolutely not cool. No. There's nothing cool about this movie, but it's funny it's cheesy, it's schlocky, it has the spirit of B-movie within its heart. Yep. And, like, it knows it's a B-movie, but it's not Sharknado. It's not making fun of B-movies. It no. Is, it, is, it is an honest movie. Yeah. And it's, I would, art, I don't know if I can say it's well-written. It's, I mean, it is well-written in that everything makes sense. There are plots that follow through to the end that make sense. It has a strong foundation. Yep. Right, like the scaffolding is very strong in this movie, right? Like where the the characters are introduced quickly, and we get to know them really quickly, and everything else that doesn't matter goes away. Yep. Right. It has a decent hook. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like the concept of the man with the screen brain. Yeah. I think that that could work well for a comedy or a serious movie. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a Frankenstein situation, yes, but I think it's different enough mm-hmm. that it, it has a good narrative hook to it. And like and and that's it. And then like he allows for the the freedom of the actors to bloom within it. Yep. And you know like but, it go, goes places. But <laughs> Bruce Campbell doesn't look like a sexy baby girl on this, so none of the fans will seek it out. Yeah, yeah. But well, I will. I, I, I'd say it's also the thing where he, whenever he's on screen, he shines. I mean, that's his that's his power. I mean, we've seen in like literally every movie. It's like except for uh, the those the one where he's the bald terrorist guy, because <laughs> you know he was like going through like depression and, and they told him to downplay it a lot. But the uh, but yeah the uh, he he has that energy. He has that charisma. Um, I'd say that it's it really hits hit peak Bruce whenever after he gets the brain put in and he can mm-hmm. do more of the slapstick stuff and act more insane um earlier on he's just kind of just a dickhead um still lovable and because he's bruce but but later on it's like yeah that's that's where we're really he's hitting his stride and he's lighting up the screen with you know hitting people in the face with coffee and stuff yeah once he starts chasing children as a horrible freak (laughs) the movie explodes in quality yeah yeah and that being said i liked it all i even like jackie yep well yeah I'm not. I'm not supposed to. Like she's a horrendous monster. Like everybody's a horrendous monster in this movie, except for maybe Yegor. The worst thing he did was sleep with someone's wife, and in a list of people who have done actual crimes in this movie, that's probably the least. Yeah. Uh, Pavel, I think, like the doctor and Pavel maybe didn't. Well, do yeah, they're crimes. the good guys. Yeah. Apart from like stealing bodies and operating on them against their will, they were doing favors. <laughs> well, pa- Pavel is. In any other thing that isn't Ted Raimi, he's basically those two Transformers skids in Mutt Flab from Transformers Event Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> They're just God. An, an insult to a culture. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's sold because Ted Raimi is funny and charismatic. It's mm-hmm. 
yeah, it, it, like yeah, outside of that, and and you know, everybody's working with what they were given and and doing a, a, a fairly decent job. It's, I mean, it makes me wonder if like if this was given to like a Sam Raimi, if if it would just really sing, if that would really, you know, in, in, in a budget, I guess that would be the other thing is an actual like good it's budget. Cons- it's definitely constrained by having to be a made for TV movie. Like yeah. if, uh. if it could be gory and like really more schlocky, it would be like the ultimate B movie masterpiece. They did the best they would with what they could. Yeah, for sure. Like that, that's also why like, you know, there, there's some good shots, but like a lot of it is just like, we need to get this done kind of shots. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but Overall, a success. Yeah. A lot of fun, especially if you've never seen it. Yep. If you're a Bruce Campbell fan and you haven't seen this one, you are missing the fuck out. Just go for it. Definitely. Uh, what's, what's the line of the show? Um, Capitalism always wins. <laughs> no. I, I, think, I think it's close. I think it's like the um, capitalism is the only way because from capitalism flows democracy. Jesus. <laughs> Capitalism is the only way to go because from capitalism flows democracy, okay? So your miserable little life will improve eventually. So your miserable little lives will uh, improve eventually. <laughs> yeah. God, your miserable little lives will improve eventually. Unless you have a better one. I kind of uh, I have a soft spot for Gypsy Freak. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's the Robo Jackie saying I love you. Yeah. I love you too, Jackie. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I what a what an insane movie. Insane. Dean, tell the people where they can find you if they want to find you. We never know if people want I mean, to be found. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen to this if they want to find me. I, I only <laughs> ask is why and second. <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter. Um Tier, at tier one diabetic, um, you can find me giving the stupidest takes possible. Um, and <laughs> no, you're doing the Lord's work of arguing with Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> I do a fair amount of that, so feel free to mute Star Wars if you follow me, or or Star Trek. Um, yeah, but I, I don't, I, it's I. I watch movies and and comment on them. I it, like I, I follow uh, you guys because you do the Lord's work as well. I wish I was more into uh, into uh, the the other podcast uh, subject matters, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Br- the Bruce Pan- Campbell podcast is uh, is fantastic. And uh, and if you guys ever start up a Jeffrey Combs one, I will be there day one. That'll be uh, a Deep Space Nine podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, that there's there's gold there um but really no, thank you guys um yeah at tier one diabetic on uh, on twitter that's pretty much it yeah how are we how are we gonna close this one out um i, I want you to try doing your own uh uh ted Raimi rap yeah dean <laughs> <laughs> nate looked at me and smiled and i just i knew what i had to do and hit it yo yo I had to hire three accountants cause my money's big as mountains. T-Money bust yo ass. T-Money bust yo ass. Oh yo, 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 yo. T-Money bust yo ass. Oh yo, 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 yo. My money's getting bigger. Don't like to be mean or crass, but I put my pedal on your ass. I'm T-Money. My money's getting bigger. Oh yo, 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 yo. My money's getting bigger. Whatever you say, Donald Trump.